Did you know that skunks have anal nipples? Yes. You know, I just gotta always have something funny and cool to say right at the beginning of an episode, but never have anything cool to say. So here I am, just making it up, rocking you like a hurricane. You got nice legs, boy. Thanks, man. You got nice teeth. I got them um, clean, remember? Yeah, yeah. You got nice, nice, I have clean a, teeth. I have a gap, like a small gap in between my bottom two front mm-hmm. teeth. And like a, is it like a tooth camel toe? It's like a small <laughs> tooth camel toe. And, uh, and it just never, it, food gets in there like immediately. Mm-hmm. And I always get so happy when I come back from the dentist because like the gap's there and I can kind of go... <laughs> <laughs> and like the air comes to it that it normally wouldn't and so that's nice um also so, welcome to episode eight of hey, the ifnz podcast we made it we uh i'm uh paul stanley Ooh, yeah can i be your ace freely yeah i nice. wish you would <laughs> <laughs> um did you know that skunks have anal nipples yes did you really no oh. <laughs> <laughs> i got really freaked out that you knew that <laughs> Um, yeah, I was reading, why was I reading about skunks? I don't know. Is it like, is that like where the juice secretes from? Yeah, but they, the technical term, I don't know if it's technical, but is anal nipple and skunk. That's where the, that's where the, uh, nipple, that's where the juice comes from. That's That's where the the juice comes from. Spotted skunks have stinky nipples. Just FYI, is the first op. <laughs> anal nipples to discharge their musk. That's on Reddit, so you have to know that it's true. Oh, there's just another article link on there. Let's follow the rabbit hole. This is from dnrsc.gov. It's Do a not government resuscitate. A government website from South Carolina. The there Eastern it is. Spotted Skunk. Or Spogale Poterius contributions from uh, Jay and Tom. Thanks, guys. Uh, yeah. Looks like we got, uh, this is the area where they're from. They're uh, stinky. Nipples. I don't see. This is way too much for me to yeah, read. We don't anyway, have to worry about they it. got fucking stinky nipples. They have you anal nipples. Um, and have you heard the term polecat before? Polecat? Polecat. I think so. In reference to a skunk? No. Oh. See, I thought a polecat was a skunk, but a, a pole, a skull cat, that's a skull cap, is different than a polecat or an anal skunk. I'm weird. Are they confused? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. So, uh, yeah, anyways, I had an adventure with skunks. I had a run-in, if okay. you will. A uh, couple, uh, couple weeks ago, I was going for a walk downtown. I live... Uh, kind of in the downtown area of a smaller town around here. And uh, I was just uh, minding my own biz, playing some Pokemon Go, Uh and uh, getting my uh, eggs hatched. And I looked down the road, and there's like these three cute-as-can-be skunks. Yeah, they're really cute. Running across the street. And I always said, oh, fuck. And uh, (laughs) I just stayed. I watched her. I might have even screamed. I'm not sure. There might have been like a... (laughs) Um, that came out of it, but, uh, they just kind of scampered, and then they, they proceeded to play in the, uh, in the yard of whoever's house it was, mm-hmm. and they just rolled around, and they were, uh, they were cute, but... They rolled around. I got away yeah, quick. You did. Um, baby skunks, they're, uh, they're a fucking yeah. menace to fucking society. Fucking baby skunks, am I right? Yeah, yeah. 
DMVs, mm-hmm. baby skunks, and uh, also a new discovery this week. Okay. Um, all dogs' teeth are canine teeth. Because they're canines? Yes. Is that, like, for real? Like, they're all know. canines? I didn't like, look I it know. up. I didn't research. You just did. That was a shower thought. That was that wasn't even me. I think somebody else said it. And I was like, "Holy yeah. shit!" You're Have right. you ever gone to that that subreddit before? Shower thoughts? No. Oh my god. Is there penises? No. I mean, it's shower. Are there penises? Sorry, it was bad Sh- grammar. Shower thoughts, man. It's a it's a subreddit. It's it's like it's thoughts like that. But my shower thoughts are like everyone secretly believes they could go they could get out of quicksand. Oh. See what I mean? Mm-hmm. Gravity is kind of beautiful. Two things are brought together simply because they exist. Telling a suicidal person to hang in there is probably bad advice. Oh. So is it just like, you know, somebody has like a weird random thought? It's a rando thought. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the, the top uh, of all time. Top of all time. So this is like the first? No, these are like the number one like oh. rated ones. So gotcha. anxiety is like when video game combat music's playing, but you can't find any enemies. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. I, I can agree with that. Somebody at Google was just like, yeah, just have someone drive down every road on fucking Earth. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? They did. They sure did. Every side road, too. We was looking at a, a house that one of uh, Mandy's friends was potentially thinking about selling, and I sa- I told Mandy, I was just like, get her address. We can look at it, look at it on Google Street View since we're not going to get a chance to go over there anytime soon. Yeah. And she was just like, oh, that's so smart. And I got it. And I was just like, yep, surely. They went down this like one country-ass road. Here's a fucking Google that's van crazy. just taking a picture of your house. It's I so weird. Drive the Google van yeah. or just, just be there. Just be in the picture. Just wait. Yeah, just wait. <laughs> <laughs> like, this guy's on tour with me. Just in it. Um, so what about, uh, how's your how's your game your game game going you know like like you have like your your dating game but like your game game i i've played dating games before is that what you're talking about no like you're like you got game like your basketball game i haven't played basketball in years chad your game game oh how's my gaming going yeah like how what games have i been playing and what have i been up to in those video games what's your game game like oh well let me tell you that's going to be a t-shirt we sell at the IFNZ podcast oh. website. Is, mm-hmm. What's your game game like? Shopify.com slash IFNZ. That'd be cool. Not real. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> going to get the shirts made from Silkworm. Why not? And then sell them on there for double the amount of money. We're telling you our schemes. Um, I've been playing Destiny 2 still. You saw me whenever you came in earlier you were, today. You I were... Was, you were grinding. The I grind heard. is real. You were, you were, uh, you had technically, your skateboard and tec- you were fucking rocking that <laughs> Techni- rail. Technically, I guess now the grind is done for me for right now. Yeah, you were like the grind is real, but I was like, did you get your suit of armor? And you're like, yeah, yeah, I got it. I <laughs> I'm still doing other stuff, but I mean, I got, I got, I got the thing I've been trying to get. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, they're they're still doing the uh, the Solstice of Heroes event. Um, I got my level four hundred uh, light armor uh, armor set all done. So that's all like maxed out to where it can possibly be. And I'm kind of just still doing weekly stuff and playing it just for funsies. But the new uh, the new DLC, the big expansion to the game called uh, Forsaken, comes out September fourth. So. I'm definitely excited for that. I'm gonna have a whole bunch of new content. Uh, right now, the, the cream dream. Right now, the cap light level is you can be, I think, 400 or 405 technically with all of your stuff as high as I'm gonna get. 405. 409. Yeah. And then, get uh, 
Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> it's not as good. Uh, it's for sure. So whenever you get this expansion, your light level cap will be, I think it's 600. Light level meaning like your mat and that's like magic and shit? It's, uh, so gear pieces and everything that you have in the game, you have an actual like physical level that you can get to, which right now the cap of that is 30. Okay. Um, so you can get up to level 30, but your gear itself that you put on, whether it be your armor and your guns and stuff, they have a separate level too called light level. Um, basically your light level matches what missions you do in the game or, uh, or, uh, bounties and different things that you look for. They'll have a light level that's recommended to them. Um, so for example, there's an event on one planet that you go to, uh, Mars that is called escalation protocol. It's super, super hard to do and get to like the final level of this, this thing that you can do on there. But the recommended light level for it's 380. So if you're not like 380 and you're less than that with all your gear, the the enemies, the bar on them will look like dark red and you'll see that it has like a skull and crossbones like these guys will fuck you up. You can still fight them and you can do damage to them and everything and and help out. But the likelihood that you're going to actually succeed at everything and get all like seven levels in is pretty low unless you're 380 or higher. So that's what your light level is. You try to attain other weapons, break them down into weapons that you like, and you want to raise your light level. So that's what the kind of the grind of the them. game is. That, may, that makes sense. There's yeah. a, uh, that kind of similar thing in a lot of games, it seems like, where yeah. they they give you a recommended, like, you once you've gotten to this level, you yeah. should be able to knock this so out with like, no problem. Like, for example, they've always said, even like old, no old guidebooks and stuff like that for like Kingdom Hearts 1. Yeah. If you're going to try and go back and do the fight against Sephiroth, because he's so like fucking hard to fight. I haven't beat him yet. Yeah. They recommend that you be like, I think it's level like 80 or 90 or something or higher. And I think the cap is like 99 or 100 for your level anyways. Yeah. So you need to like go and grind to get your character like fight against other enemies and just keep fighting and fighting until you get your level for Sora and the team up above that so you can even like stand a chance against him. Makes sense. And it still takes a lot of skill obviously in that game too. It's just like Destiny. It still takes skill. You You can be the power you can be 380 and you know be matching power with them but those enemies still hit you really fucking hard because so they're they're super doing. high yeah you have to know what you're doing and what you how to play because it still takes skill but once you've hit that level of threshold it makes it a little easier so right on. that's that's kind of what that was cool um go ahead and talk about it now and yeah. go ahead and give my piece of media just like you did in the last episode uh, but i did get uh warrior gold and yeah. played through it um it is basically a compilation of almost all of the other WarioWare games combined. Like I said, the last time we Warrior, the where that's like the is that their their online not their online no, store. That's a their you, eShop stuff. No, the where what is the where WarioWare? It's just like software, like WarioWare. Oh, okay. gold. Um, so WarioWare has been like a game that it's like like explained before. It's like a bunch of mini games all together. Like these mini games take literally anywhere between five to ten seconds sometimes even less and they just kind of go back to back to back to back um this is broken up into i think three different segments they have one that is you use your uh stylus and it's like a touch screen based games that you'll play um they have one that is like handheld mode so you only use the d-pad and the a button you don't use any of the other buttons and then they have one that's like a tilt series type game so you actually use the gyroscope and the 3ds to tilt and play the mini games and stuff so like 
for example, one of the games in the uh, the D-pad, like the regular like handheld game uh, mode, uh, one of the mini games, real quick, is like there's a finger that's sliding back and forth between on the screen, and there's a person's nose up above it, and you have to try to get the finger to press pick it? press A to yeah. go up and pick it, and then like once you do it, it's like good job, and it'll show the guy's face like oh. you know, like like he's super <laughs> excited that you helped him out. Um, you know, there's one on the touchscreen one where you like are trying to unroll, use the touchpad to unroll a to- roll a toilet paper as fast as you possibly can to get it to empty. Um, just cool. like quick games that are yeah. like clicks that they take five seconds or less, and you have to do whatever that task is within that time frame. And if you fuck it up, you fuck it up. Um, but it's got I think it's like 400 plus mini games on this one Holy cartridge, cow. and it's basically taking back from. WarioWare game that was on like Game Boy Advance. It has mini games from that. That's why it's the gold because it's like a big compilation of those. Yeah, it's got a new story. It has new everything. Stuff too. Everything's voice acted. It has new stuff and uh, like I said, it's all voice acted now. So like Charles Martinet came in and did the voice lines for everything for Wario. Whereas normally it's just dialogue boxes and the only voice that you'll ever hear in it on the old ones was just like Wah. yeah Wario and say like but this is like every line of dialogue has been that's cool voice acted even for the other characters in the game and stuff too. Um, so it's, it's just really cool. They got it from games from the one that was on the, the Wii U even. They just kind of dumbed yes. down the graphics a bit and they put it on there. Um, where we're touched from the original DS. Just a bunch of compilations. I didn't realize of the there were so too. many yeah, games. Yeah, there's a lot of different okay. WarioWares that have come out throughout the years. Most of them have been handheld stuff. They just did the one for uh, the, Wii. the Wii and the Wii U mm-hmm. just based off of, you know, the controls from them are unique. I think that's just more or less kind of what some, they're looking some for. some neat mini games that... Yeah seems like it's the it's the idea for they throw everything that's like we can't really do anything major with this idea let's make it part yeah. of this warrior where so i if i was to give it a thing i i legitimately it, it's not perfect by any means but i would give it a medium well for yeah, sure games. give it give it to four i love it to mini games yeah. uh but yeah it's 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 great i would recommend picking it up it, it, anybody can pick this up and play it. Now, like I said, the, the, the controls are only literally... if they have the console. Oh yeah, obviously. I'm just saying, like if you've got a 3ds or 2ds at home, yeah. definitely pick it up. I would recommend it. It's, it's like I said, easy enough for anybody. I think to pick up and play. Like it literally relies on you using tilt controls, just moving the the actual like handheld back and forth. Um, so the so you're it's got a gyroscope. So you're like so you would, you would turn it motion sensor yeah it's got it's, it's got that. a gyroscope in it so it, i don't know it what has, that word means so i was just kind of rolling with it's, it and I it's, said, yeah. it's basically like a component that's inside of the console that is able to detect motion from it so like if okay. there's a game that asks you to like actually drive and turn the wheel and stuff you you look for stuff yeah. and and it kind yeah. of knows. like augmented reality type stuff yeah yeah so it's, okay. it's it's got it's got that in it to do those so it does tilt control games like i said and then the other ones are like if if it relies on you using the stylus, you'll just have the stylus only and be tapping on the bottom screen, and then it has the ones that involve you just you know using the D pad and the A button. That's super super simple, like okay. as simple as it gets, and it's incredibly fun too. And it gets challenging because as you're playing, you keep speeding up. Um, the games get faster and faster and faster. You have to too. complete it quicker. Yeah, and you only get that. like four fails basically per per time you're playing. So as it gets faster, you've done like. You know, I failed picking the person's nose. I hit the A button at the wrong time, and it like hit the side of the nose. That's a fail. So you only get three lives basically right after that, and they go in succession. So it's like super quick, and it does speed up after things go along, and it gets harder down the road. You know what I realized about our rating uh, system is, 
the rating is, I mean, it's based on obviously just stupid stuff that we made up, but it's based on the fact that you like a well-done steak better than you like anything else. Yeah. And. I do. I don't. I know. <laughs> did we talk about this already? We did at one point in time. Oh. I, I think, uh, but no, I mean, if, if I'm going for a steak, I'd rather get it medium well or well anyways. For yeah. me personally. You want a, you, you probably want a, want a little bloodier. I like a three to four, and yeah. you like a four to five. So five is rating this game. I, w- I would say four it's to four. four and a half. Maybe they cooked it a little yeah. bit more than I liked, yeah. and I'm okay with that. Yeah. That's, I think that's <laughs> where I was going with it. I was like, what if you wanted it cooked less, and it was cooked more, Yeah. then your halves don't no, work I, out as good, it, but it's it, okay. It definitely doesn't work out the way that I we wanted <laughs> it to, fine. but for the way that we rate things, I think it's okay. I love it. What else you got? Uh, last night... Uh, after playing Destiny for a smidgen, uh, a bunch of us uh, uh, from Geek Grab Bag decided we were going to play some Halo Master Chief Collection, so we played through a little bit of the uh, the campaign. But come to find out... Master Chief new, or this is just a... Is it a new... This collection came out probably a couple years ago. Um, they recently, probably within the last six months, have actually done a big update to it, and they made it in... Uh, some of the games are been redone for like 4k hdr is this like one through three one through four one through four and okay. it includes uh remasters of them or yeah, are they just like halo a... one is the anniversary edition that they made of it so it's a remaster halo 2 was an anniversary edition that they remastered and that was specifically they did it for in this collection so there was never a halo 2 anniversary prior okay um cool. halo 3 looks just like halo 3 from xbox 360 and it's never been remastered just, or touched. Yeah. Um, they also included now Halo 3 ODST, which is uh, a side game that came out on there. Um, so you can play through that on the collection now, too. And then Halo 4 is in it as well. Old, dirty soundtrack. Uh, ODST is a orbital drop shock troop. It's not Master Chief. So Master Chief in the games, are he's a Spartan, special type of soldier and stuff like that. Like from Greece? No, no, it's just the name of the project. He's like wow. taller than a normal human, way stronger than a normal human. It's like a genetically altered human being, basically. I have to, I have to read up on this Halo story at some point in time. It, the books of... that they made from it that are actually like based off through the games and stuff are actually really fucking they're good. They're written well enough. Yeah, they're really written well. Um, they have the ones that go through like Halo 1 uh, all the way through like the flood things that happen in, in Halo 1. Um, they have the Reach story, which is like what happens directly before Halo One, with a uh, with a uh, the Halo Reach is a a, 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 a unique team of their own. It's like a group of four Spartan oh, Reach soldiers. Is the team. Okay. Uh, no, Reach is actually the planet they're on. Oh. But the team there's like it's actually ba- it was the first game that used like there's four people like four unique Spartan soldiers that are all working together on this team. Um, which they've since done that now in, in Halo 5 again, too. They hadn't done team things since then, really. Cool. Um, but the books are really well written, and there's a lot of lore to the books. Jordan, the that's on the Geek Grab Bag podcast, has a lot of uh, a lot of knowledge. He's read, I think, all the books. He's played through the games on Legendary by himself, um, and, know, and has done that multiple times. Like he's he's, he's like a pretty diehard his... fan of it. He's he likes playing the multiplayer, but not as much as he just likes the story and stuff generally. That. Yeah, that's cool. But uh, no, he knows a lot about the lore. We played through some of it, but so we it's did fun come to just kind of revisit something we used to do. Come to find out that the actual like four player co op, I guess in the Master Chief Collection, relies on whoever is the I guess the fire team leader for you. So like, 
if Dallas invited all of us on to play in a team, and there's four of us, he technically is the server host. So everything is relying upon our internet connections versus relying upon like 343 and Halo's internet connections kind of a thing. Oh, like wow. it is in regular multiplayer. So the That's game fucking lagged like crazy, and we stopped playing that. So, okay. And then uh, three of us started <clears throat> playing Zombie Army Trilogy, which is... Uh, I got it for free. I, I think it was a free to not free to play, but it, it was available for like a games with gold type of a thing. Um, like how they do the PlayStation plus games, yeah. but the Xbox equivalent, but I picked it up. Um, all of us picked it up. They played it before I'd never touched it, but uh, it's pretty cool. It's kind of like a, a left for dead type game where it's more like zombies come in a horde mode. You only have X amount of weapons to use until you get to a safe room. Same thing with like ammo. You have to pick up ammo as you go. It's kind of scarce. So it's more of like a fighting for your life and you have a survival thing. I have to be extra careful of what ammo I'm using and how much of it I am using. You can't just like spray and pray kind of a thing. You know what I mean? With the gun, you have to like try to get the headshots because on the zombies, if you don't get a headshot, they will come back. Like they'll raise back up. So you really have to, you have to, it's yeah, survival. You have to, yeah, you have it's to, you have, it's so, and there's only, like I said, there's only so much ammo around too. And then whenever you get to a safe room, like a checkpoint kind of in a way, you can restock, you can change out some guns. Um, same thing goes with like grenades and stuff. You only get like a limited amount of certain things as you're playing through the level. I don't like so. those kinds of games. It's pretty fun, especially being in a group. And like, kind of having each other's back with the situation. So like, That'd if be I'm cooler, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So like, if me and you are playing it together and stuff, and they're shooting at an enemy and everything, then I started running out of ammo of a specific thing. You are not alone. Yeah, and then you could get my back while I'm like reloading or something, okay. or watch my back while I set up like a trip mine or something. That's kind of cool. You know, like if there's a hallway where a bunch of them are starting to come through and you're shooting at them, so I'm not getting eaten on, then I could set up a trip mine, run back by you. We could shoot on them, and then wherever they got further into the hallway because there's so many zombies in this game they would hit the trip mine it's in a big giant zombie army yeah up a trilogy trilogy i don't know what that trilogy i don't is i don't know games no i don't think so <laughs> i mean cool, it, maybe it is uh, maybe it was like there were zombie army games that they made before and this is like all of them put together or something they're I just kind of seamless enough yeah, guess, you yeah. don't really know what i don't i don't see any difference as far as like the levels and goes so it was pretty fun cool. we i only ended up playing it for like 45 minutes to an hour with them they played a little bit longer after i dropped off but i was getting tired last night yeah um that happens but the other thing we played and we haven't released yet but i wanted to kind of talk to you about was yeah. uh super mario odyssey Dude. so you got to get your first little kind of foray into the odyssey i got my realm. dick wet you got your dick wet in that all up in Mario. All in that Mario. I gotta tell you, I mean, when you initially bought your Switch and you told me that it was shit. Um, what? <laughs> when did I say that? Ever? I, I I know. Somehow in my head, I thought uh, reviews or something that I read was like. Eh, I, whenever the Switch first came out, I think a lot of people were giving it flack because like everybody was like, "The release Switch is out." Was, yeah. Breath of the Wild's out. And then everybody's like, oh, cool. There's a, there's a Bomberman game nobody cares about. There's two other, like, there was, like, I think a total of, like, six launch titles, plus there were some other uh, downloadable titles that were available. So at launch, there was, like, was I think, weak sauce, I think it was say. a total of probably, like, 15, 12 to 15 titles. So in my brain, I was like, this, this, this yeah. Switch thing is bullshit. 
Maybe. And uh, I hadn't touched it. I, I, I haven't I hadn't experienced it. And then you're like, let's do a let's play. Yeah. Of of the Mario Odyssey. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, that'd be that's fun just because controls are. It's it's sometimes it can be inter- entertaining to watch somebody kind of figure out controls right. and things. Um, but boy, oh boy, I got locked into it and just like rolled. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Uh, the interface is good. As you know, if I know we're not talking about reviewing the Switch, but as far as just what's the controller that you had me using? I had to use the Pro Controller. The Pro Controller was just like you didn't skip a beat. Like yeah. I, I didn't mess with the nunchucky things at all. Uh, but with that Pro Controller, it was just I knew exactly what I was doing. The interface is super clean on the entire. Uh, just the operating system that they've it's had, running. They've had Pro Controllers since the Wii. Yeah. The Wii's Pro Controller was attached, so it didn't have to be battery-powered, technically. Yes. It can be separate and, and battery-powered. It was okay. They made a Pro Controller for the Wii U. Had that, too. And now they have this one. The Wii U's Pro Controller battery life was 80 hours. This one's, I think, 40, because it has the Amiibo and, and uh, the HD it's Rumble stuff. Thing on there. Yeah, it's got the HD Rumble, it's got the Amiibo and everything built into it, so it's a little bit more physically demanding, but still 40 hours for a fucking controller that you good. don't have to put a single battery into is awesome. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and so before even getting to Odyssey, I was impressed with this uh, this console that I thought was dog shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then uh, getting into that, the game's cool, looks good, um, and plays well. I was just It seems like it's got a fun storyline and i was definitely uh just impressed and was like man i'm gonna have to get a switch at some point yeah if you look at the total library of the switch games with this many indie titles are on there and now they're getting ports of like bigger triple a titles like all the bethesda games are on there skyrim's on there now uh fucking all the wolfenstein games okay. uh dooms on there like they even have like actual like overly mature games are on i there. noticed that they too. started to kind of venture into the mature game yeah. a little bit more than they used to i mean they had like what like zombie U came out? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, they're, they're just trying to do like what that. they can to be more. I don't know, culturally relevant. Nintendo's always been associated with a quote unquote kitty console, yeah. as far as I've always known. But since the GameCube, they've been trying to do what they can to branch out. There was Resident Evil titles on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Resident Evil Four came out on GameCube before it came out on anything else. I didn't know that. Yeah, so it was like a an exclusive to that for months prior to it coming out on anything else. What's um, the uh... And then, I mean, they're obviously playing, they're pretty uh, co-op with their, playing with uh, cross-platform with Microsoft, mm-hmm. and, and so they're they're definitely getting into the to the world and hanging out in it, it seems like, yeah. of, of more than just Mario games, yeah. uh, which is cool. Uh, For sure. The, uh, what's the, I, at some point I'd like to go back, I think, and play like the Galaxy games, the Mario mm-hmm. Galaxy game. What is the likelihood, do you think, of them, of them porting those over into... Uh, that it's, store at some point. I don't know if it's going to be how that's going to end up working or what they would do for that exactly because I know they, they it was an announcement that I didn't even write it in the news segment but this happened probably just a week ago. They were confirming again that the Nintendo Switch online stuff like their actual dedicated online pay service stuff yeah. is going to start in the last half of September. So we're like basically almost like right at a month a little bit to maybe a month and a half to wait to see how that's going to end up playing out. They guaranteed that it's going to integrate everything with um, anything that's online now is going to get more support through that. So you're looking at like Splatoon 2, Mario Kart 8, ARMS, uh, eventually Smash Brothers Ultimate whenever it comes out in December. Um, But they also said that with this online service that they're going to start hosting like 
NES titles. So there's not really like they've been trying to kind of focus more toward indie stuff, new games that are they're ones that they're kind of developing that they're are building like, up that new library instead yeah, of really focusing on old yeah, versus shit. focusing on old stuff. They have some old stuff on there, but it's from other consoles. Like they have some other older Sega games. They've got some Neo Geo games that are on there too, like Metal Slug and, and games like that that you can play, but there's never been like you can go and play Mario three on there. You never go back and play you know, any other old NES title, the original Legend of Zelda. But they're saying that whenever this, uh, when the Switch's online service comes out, that that's going to start being something that's hosted. So you'll have like a library that you paid for and you're like, oh, you're going to have access to like 30 games this month. And then we'll rotate the catalog. There's going to be, we'll keep like 10 of them and then we're going to change out 20 of them. You're going to have another 20 games. So you think it'll kind of be like a cross between like, if we speak PlayStation terms, like, PlayStation Now and PlayStation Plus like together like kind of a I think mix of the kind two of, of I think you'll be able to get specific games and have them to keep onto your console but then you'll also have ones that they'll start uploading and things. I don't understand I guess it's just because they have like the SNES Classic and the NES Classic that have come out. I I I would be willing to bet money that sometime this holiday season we'll see a Nintendo 64 Classic. Um, that's right. We were talking about that before yeah. that you were kind of thinking that they would, I, I they'd let those classics yeah, I run there. Yeah. Like the classics would run their course at least for a solid year. Cause now the SNES classic and the, uh, the NES classic are kind of readily available. Anytime I walk down to Walmart and do coin or something, they're, I, there. they're, they're there. Yeah. They're, they've oh, got like okay. eight of them there. It's stack, stockpiled. So they're, it's not, so the, it's not, the it's, mad rush yeah, it's not it super was. mad rush. People are getting them more casually now than they have been before. That's cool. Um, I and and I think that once the Nintendo 64 one hits, it'll probably be pretty mad rush for a while, and then they'll make it readily available yeah. like around spring, summertime again the next year. But I think once that hits, I don't think we're going to see... I don't. I, I honestly, logistically, don't see them doing like a GameCube classic. I think once those have run their course and they're still out there and available for people that want them, I think we'll see a lot of those games start getting put onto e their online stuff. store and yeah. eShop. Is that what they call it, still eShop? Is yeah, that what it yeah. Is on it's still Switch the Nintendo eShop. Um, so I think we'll start seeing like the Nintendo 64, NES, Super Nintendo games all be put on there. And then eventually we'll probably see GameCube titles and Wii titles and stuff like that getting put on there. The the thing with like the Galaxy titles, I don't see any reason why they couldn't do it because with those the the actual Joy-Cons the features, yeah. that they have, Joy-Cons. the Joy-Cons are uh, they're they're motion controlled too yeah. and one of them even has the uh, the UI sensor in front of it, like the the actual thing, like what the so you can spin it. Yeah, you can spin it. And it has the 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 infrared sensor, the IR sensor that the, you would use for the Wii. You know, oh, what I'm talking about it was, it was, it was yeah, it had it had IR that you would have to have the bar yeah. with, and the same thing with the Wii U. Mm-hmm. Um, so anytime you played any game that required using one of the nunchuck controllers and the Wii motes, um, you had to have that on. This has that functionality and it just works because it's based off of motion control that's inside there, but it also has the infrared sensor too. And then the Switch just has that in... Yeah, it's, it's, in it's the, integrated into the console. Into the console. Yeah, and that's a, a that the console itself also uses it through motion control. So there's no reason why they couldn't do like Galaxy. They couldn't do Skyward Sword. Skyward Sword uses the motion control to use the swing slide mm-hmm. in whenever you're playing Zelda. Kind of, or like game. when you're rocking out some uh, Star Wars Force Unleashed and you're rocking that fucking lightsaber yeah so i mean like there's no reason why they couldn't do those games and incorporate them onto that console and do that kind of a format because you have the capabilities of doing it technology and it might be something that's 
coming down the pipe, but yeah. I don't know if we're probably looking at like a year plus yeah. format. That's a series. I just I I enjoyed playing that and just didn't really get a chance to finish out the whole series before. Or the whole storyline before I was like, ah, I need yeah. to, I'm just going to get rid of this. But uh, speaking of uh, Star Wars Force Unleashed, Force, Force Unleashed, yeah. I, uh, I started playing that again. I yeah. Got the, I got it on the on the PS3 because I was like, I'm going to, I want to get, mm-hmm. that was my uh, my the, birthday present to myself. Xbox uh, Ones have titles that are backwards compatible. So if you bought games from before on your account through or Xbox 360, yeah. they automatically pop up in your uh, library so you can download them again. I had Force Unleashed and Unleashed 2 in there, and they popped up because they made them backwards compatible like a month or two ago. That's cool. Yeah, so I thought about going back and playing through them again, but I never got to it yet. I kind of, I put it on... Uh... I don't. I can't remember if I put it on like normal or maybe even easy. Mm-hmm. So it's like I just. I really want to bust through the story. Like that's. Sure. I don't really. I'm not worried about like did I do it the most complicated way. Like I just want to. I want to see that story all the yeah. way through because I've started it probably three or four times, um, and I haven't played it on PlayStation ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and they. It looks different than it does on the Wii. Yeah. I did not realize that like. Even like just the the intro little level that you play with Darth mm-hmm. Vader looks completely different yeah. on Kashyyyk. Looks way better. And the uh, especially on Force Unleashed two, they had an edition that was out that had all the DLC content. I think it was called like the Sith something edition. And Ultimate Sith. The Ultimate Sith. And that's edition. on yeah. for the first one. But that that's one what I have. Okay. It's in like a that, steel bookcase. Well, that one and uh, and on two they had even better like more improved graphics and stuff that they had tried to like cool. add to it. I can't remember what happened back then if it was like an actual like a graphics pack that they had that was on there but whenever you got that it made things look even more polished and a little bit better than what they did before. Cool. Yeah, cuz it originally came out like PlayStation 2. No, no, uh, it wasn't on PS. It was a PS3, Xbox 360 and we the first one I had it on PlayStation 2. Are you sure? Mhm. I don't remember that being a PS2 title. Yeah, because I actually I traded it in, um, because I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna get it on the PlayStation on PlayStation Three for the better graphics. That was kind of my my uh, yeah. I never reasoning. knew uh, because I, I whenever I had that I had it on uh I had it on Xbox Three Sixty. Oh. That's what I usually I bought both of them on. But yeah, that upgrade from two to three was like holy shit! Yeah. I'm gonna play it on here. No so doubt. I started. I can imagine that. from that. It was uh super cool. I'm I'm enjoying it just as like a. Like I said, playing it on like easy or normal, and just coasting through it. Tell me about the storyline. So it's been like uh, a little uh, thing just to play at night. Cool. Yeah, um, and then also started playing the Alice Madness Returns. Oh, after uh, we talked about yeah, cool. Yeah, it, uh, I saw. I never. I think I, I played through like maybe a demo level or something before, but that's all I ever look, touched. That's it a good up. looking game. Yeah, that's a, I mean it's. It's obviously if they were yeah. to remaster it in like to like 2018 standards, yeah, it would be even cooler. But it's still a good looking game. Just like it's very out there. Just a, it doesn't. They put a lot of attention into the backgrounds and the everything that's going on. I've, I've probably 20 minutes into the game. Nothing crazy, but it's just yeah. a good looking game. And I didn't get to play. I never had a PC that was. Uh, able to handle the the first one the just the american mcgee's yeah alice um so really was, anything that's like american mcgee's all just like overly fucked up and weird we talked yeah. about that before yeah, but absolutely. i mean it's, i'm i'm i'd be excited to go back and play it i've never like yeah. i said i've never touched it other than i i'm pretty sure i maybe played a demo before on yeah. xbox but that was about the extent so of i was it. super pumped it, it went on sale on uh 
PlayStation store for like five bucks. It's like, I'm going to get that. I did that today. Uh, I I forgot to write it down, but I was going to mention it at one point in time in the last episode. But uh, they did a big sale for some of the Activision games and EA games and stuff. And I, they had a sale on uh, Battlefront 2. And uh, yeah. I, I downloaded it. It was only nine bucks. I think it's and now that all it, that has nine bucks and all the DLC is included now, mm-hmm. um, and free. There's no pay to win shit. You can pay for like cosmetic if stuff if you want to get like a new scarf or something like that. Yeah, but that's about the extent of it, and that's all I've heard. And I'm, you, I'm excited. Did you start into no, it? I didn't. I let it download, and that was about the extent cool. of it. I feel like I need to play through, get a better sense of what I know. One isn't really story driven, so there's nothing to really understand or comprehend but i feel like i need to play through one a little bit more mm-hmm. before i get to two i have them both but i just haven't i don't know how that all works i don't know if i need to i don't know i mean that it, that one didn't have a story what, at there's all there's nothing too there's follow. no there's no story it yeah. was just straight up multiplayer and that's it yeah so i guess i could just go into two straight up yeah i mean two is just its own unique story from what story it does have it's not a lot it's not as far heavy as I story can do. No. heavily story driven. i mean it's just it's got it's like about the extent like whenever battlefield one came out it technically had a campaign that you could follow that followed yeah actual like real stories of world war one veterans that i mean obviously none of them were living but tales that have been told down through their family about encounters that they had had in world war one and that was basically you played as like you play this character, this woman that was in Russia, and you did like three small missions as her, and then you went and did went to France, and then you played as this guy who was like a, a tank driver, and you play through like so two missions. Short campaigns. Yeah, Sh- and that's what short-lived campaigns. Two looks yeah, like to you. it's got one campaign story stuff, but I think that like the longevity of it's only like four to five hours long. It's not a long story gotcha. at all. Um, just tells that, so that woman's story. No that's about it. And then you're kind of done with it. The rest of it's... I mean, the whole game is supposed to be multiplayer. Stuff. That's okay. the point. And that's why I was excited about it. Because I know a couple people had it and they kind of dropped it. And What'd I was like... What'd you get on 360? Huh? What'd you get it on? Xbox One. One. I, whatever the Xbox yeah. One. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what it was on on yeah. sale. So that's why Absolutely. I picked it up. On. Um, yeah, I picked it up. Uh, one thing I wanted to talk about real talk quick. Talk to me about it, big boy. The old school Let's Plays. The idea... Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go through the list and stuff like that. So I had an idea that because uh, I, I thought it would be fun for Shad. Growing up, he never really had a Super Nintendo at all. <laughs> and that's my favorite console. Um, so I've played all of these games that are on it. But uh, the SNES Mini that we talked about has out. It's been out for uh, almost a year now. Um, it does two-player. So there are some games that we could do two-player on. But a lot of them are single-player story-driven stuff. So I thought it'd be kind of fun to do kind of some... A few one-offs, maybe extend out a few of them if he's if he's if Shad's really digging the game, um, but to kind of go through the list and everything of different games that we could play, um, just kind of go and do essentially what would be like a let's play of the entire SNES Mini. Um, you know, it could be we'll start at A and basically go through Z. basically be like a, a twenty-something part series, maybe a, like maybe thirty or something if we want to do a couple more episodes sure. of a specific game. Um, but yeah, Contra Three, The Alien Wars. Uh, you got Donkey Kong Country in there, Earthbound, which is a long RPG. You might have to just kind of check it out and see if you like that kind of a style of game. Yeah, and then I remember when they ported that over to Wii U, and it was kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I may have even purchased it at one point mm-hmm. in time, thinking that I would get into it. I just hadn't. It's just it, like it, it's what? a traditional Japanese role playing game, so it's like just straight up turn based, like but Final Fantasy people Ten. Dig the story. Like yeah, yeah, the story's great. It's weird. Okay. Um, but it's fun. Final Fantasy three, which is like one of the arguably one of the best ones in the franchise. Um, Final Fantasy three for us in America in Japan, it's Final Fantasy six. 
um, F Zero. That's the racing game that Captain Falcon comes from. I don't know who that is. Captain Falcon uh, from Smash Brothers. Falcon Punch. That guy. Mm-mm. No. No. Uh, <laughs> Kirby Superstars, which is a uh, just a fun Kirby game. I think I think you can do two player in that. I'm not for sure. I know Kirby's Dream Course. You can. It's almost like a fun uh, multiplayer golf game in a way, but you play with Kirby as like your ball. Right on. That's really cool. Um, Link to the Past is my favorite game ever. I like Link to the Past. I've uh, played a little bit of that. Megan, Megan Man X. It's a I, Mega, I don't Megan know much Man. about the Mega Man, so that would be cool. Mega Man X is a great game. Uh, Secret of Mana. I've wanted to play that. I know they've got a it's port a, of that on yeah. like, the PlayStation. Yeah, they've got stuff. it on a, a new port that they did this year, a few new months ports? back. Uh, new ports that they did. Uh, just like I think it came out in like April. And they did like a whole remaster of this game, and it's for it's on a PS4. Um, but you can do multiplayer with it. You can do up to I think two or three players on it and stuff. So that'd be fun to do like cool. an RPG, like an action RPG together, because yeah. it's like a kind of like a side-scrolling, like you know, top-down, like Zelda-esque view and yes. stuff. But it's action adventure in that same frame. But it's kind of a, has an RPG That's kind of cool. mechanic yeah, to I'm it. Down. Um, Star Fox. Don't know anything about him. Uh, Star Fox Two. Don't which, know anything about him either. Star Fox Two was never released until this console came out. Really? Like, not at all? Or never. just not in the States? No, never released, ever. Why it was completely made, and then, for whatever reason, they canceled it. Oh, okay. There was no definitive reason. There's a full-on sequel that's been made for, like, 20-plus years, and nobody saw the light of a data until this came out, like, September last year. Hmm. Uh, Street Fighter Two was just just fighting game. We can yeah. have some fighting bouts. Familiar uh, with that. Super Castlevania Four, the best Castlevania. I drop kick you. Uh, Ghouls and Ghosts, which is a really hard game. I like that this was around the time when everything had a Super in front yep, of it. Yep, because it was the Super Nintendo. Yeah. Just like everything on the Nintendo 64 had to end in 64. Yeah. Mario 64, Quest 64, they had to Star have, Fox like, 64. Super Mario Brothers Wii and Super uh-huh. Mario Brothers Wii U. They just, they're, they're super U. original with their uh, their naming. They want you to know what console this game goes super, to. Super Mario Kart, the original one. Yeah, there is there a Mario Kart? No, just There's Super just Mario Super Kart. Mario. It was the first. I've never one. played it. Uh, Super Mario RPG: Legend of the Seven Stars is a fucking great game. Uh, Super Mario World, the uh, the one and only sequel to uh, Super Mario Brothers Three. <laughs> uh, Super Metroid, Super Punch Out, and Yoshi's Island. Is and the that's last just one. a taste, a sweet, sweet taste of it is the, the games the, that we the can library get into. is of the Super Nintendo is literally like seven hundred games plus. Oh, so we won't go through all of them. Oh, hell no. We, wow. This is this is this is the tw- these are this the games the that are on this is the games that are on the SNES mini. So the, oh. not all of them are on there. It's this is the, this is this what's is on this is what's there? on the console. So we'll play through the basically the whole console. Oh, okay. That's that's See, I was thinking that's the that idea. all 700 were on the console. We are not going to do that because that's a lot of games. And a lot of them are bad. Yeah, and we'd have to start with like Adam's Family. And, and that then, game wasn't great. Uh, um, what was uh? That's Kid Icarus. Never mind. I thought that was an an A. Pit? Kid Icarus. Kid Icarus. Yeah. Is there a Super Kid Icarus? No, oh. that was just a Nintendo game. Excite Bike. It's on. Uh, that's that's a Nintendo game as well. Um, yes. But those are on those are on the NES classics. We could even do that too. Eventually. Oh my gosh! I figured SNES would be fun because we both I, Adventure Island. That was a Super Nintendo title, and I think it was maybe on Sega too. That one I liked. Yeah. Uh, so, what say you? We dive into some some news. All right. We're going to do news. So, tell Bounce. me a news. 
I'll tell you the news. FX head executive says that Marvel were the ones that killed off Donald Glover's Deadpool animated series. And I, I guess, and they, they were like, it's not dead forever. It's just we don't want to do it right now. I don't know. That's not so, uh, something I, I, I think know. I heard. I never heard that. I just heard that that was like kind of where it was at, and it's just been dead in the water ever since since that got canceled. Why do you think that is, Justin? Uh, I don't know. I guess because uh, Marvel. Why do you think that? Maybe they don't like Deadpool. Because they're so associated and tied with uh, Disney, so hardcore now. Could be. I don't know. But now they're all gonna be. They, I, I know that they're big, under one big umbrella and stuff, family. but that's great. But I don't think we're still ever gonna see Deadpool in a Avengers Avengers movie no. or any kind of cross before true. between anything no. that's Fox versus that. I doubt it. Yeah, I did see where they uh, Disney said that they're going to release any movies that are done. Whenever they acquire the acquisition happens so mm-hmm. we'll probably still see the new mutants movie we'll yeah. see the the new uh, uh x-men movie mm-hmm. that the the dark phoenix the one. dark phoenix saga um but i think maybe that's all they're working on that might uh, be those are the only two that i knew of apart from i mean venom's coming out this october so yeah, we're already that past that what i don't know and, if, uh, if there's another deadpool that i he guess they're going pg-13 on venom for sure uh, because of the potential to open that into Spider-Man. They want it to be a movie that, that kids can go watch if he shows up in their favorite neighborhood-friendly Spider-Man movie. Then go see Venom if they're okay with getting a little scared. I wonder if they're like, watch so Venom, see Venom, and as it then plays out, and maybe they'll eventually do like a afterpiece in like the credits or something and just, just show like Spider-Man yeah. like, like flying through the city or something like that and Venom watching him or some shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Um, did you, uh, what do you think about, uh, Family Guy announced that they're making a live action animated movie mix? Why? I mean, I don't know. It seems like this is the same as like the Rugrats movie. I feel like, like, I feel like Family Guy is just kind of burnt out. They're reaching. I guess it's still relevant and people still watch it. I mean, it's still getting picked up for seasons and it's gone on for, I don't know. It's not to 20 yet, is it? I, don't I think, think we're so. at like maybe sixteen or seventeen, yeah, probably. Close, yeah. But I mean, I I've not watched it since probably like season nine or ten. Yeah. yeah, I just I don't I and it's not that it I, it could be great still, but I just don't watch it. I just feel like it's kind of died off. The jokes started to get repetitive. Yeah. to me. I think it's just got to a point to where it was just right. kind of past its prime. Season that happened, seventeen. That happened to me with Simpsons for a long, long time. Yeah. And I felt like a lot of the newer episodes were just kind of like, eh, I don't know. And then I've seen some every kind now and then. And yeah, I see some every now and then, and I'm just kind of like, it's still funny. And it's just, not, it's just not like yeah. what I'm reaching for whenever I'm wanting to watch something funny though. Anymore. And I just don't know what they're doing. This is, I, I guess we'll just kind of see these things play out. But this whole uh, mixture of animation and live action that they're moving towards with, I guess, if you think about like the Jungle Book. Um, is a, is a mix between live action and animation, but those are animals you're dealing with. Yeah, and like we're talking about people now. Like, so what are the, they gonna do? Like, they an, still animate Brian, maybe? Like it, but then like have a guy play Peter. In but are life? they gonna have an animated, like not animated Peter, but like a over exaggerated through CGI animation? Maybe just get Peter. somebody that actually like looks like Peter, like actually like a live action person that looks like Peter, but then have. Seth MacFarlane just voice over for the guy while he lip syncs the words or something? I don't know. I don't know. How, this is the Rugrats dilemma I was getting into yeah. a couple weeks ago when we were talking about the live action with animation Rugrats movies. Like, what What are we doing? What are we mm-hmm. going to do with these, these animated people? Uh, I don't know. 
What you got? Uh, so riddle me this, if you would do this. So there's plans to open a VR-based massage shop in Tokyo, okay. uh, in the Akibara district. Um, everything's a go. They actually have, I guess, like basically they're doing free demos of it right now for people. Like I they're see. not doing the pay format. They're just kind of testing out everything. See if people would be interested. They in have this they thing. have the facility built. Everything's there, and they have the experience like to where people could come in and check it out. Um, basically, customers go in, they put on VR headsets and watch like virtual anime girls giving them foot rubs. But then they actually have real like lady masseuses or whatever. They're giving you foot rubs and leg rubs and or stuff like, like that. Like like I mean, is it a is it a way to like pretend that this person is a good looking lady? What it might I mean, be it might it might be that a to a certain dude. a certain extent, but I mean, it's also just like people being able to live out their fantasies of like, oh, I like Mikasa from Mikasa from Attack on Titan. It'd be cool if she gave oh, me a foot like rub. It's not. It's it's not just some random anime a, girl. It could be any of that. Yeah, it's it's a you're you're in VR. You know yeah, what I mean? But I was in my head. I you said anime, but I was thinking yeah. like it's just a re, like when you have you go in your VR headset and somebody's like, mm-hmm. "Welcome, you are at this," and it's a human being. Yeah, uh, human being there. Acting, you actually get you like sit you in the seat and everything like that. They'll this like is a cartoon. This is your like when you watch Family Guy porn. Like, yeah, kind of. It's, I would assume something to that effect. <laughs> I haven't watched VR. It before, like you put on, you put on the actual headset. Whenever you're like looking down at what would be your foot and stuff like that, there you're seeing that anime girl like rubbing the foot there. You'll see her rubbing the leg and stuff like that, and they'll like basically rub you in the same format that what's going on that they can see. So on they've the got a pro. They're like, okay, that's yeah. They got a pro. They'll foot. like, no, they'll see like the lady start reaching for the leg, and they'll feel like and rub on the leg at the exact same spot where they're rubbing on. Is it or well, how does it, how do you know it's your foot? Like, is it does it look like your leg? I mean, I mean, it might just look like it, look like it just might look leg. like cartoon animated legs. But okay. what you're seeing is still feeling real because you're. I mean, you have your headset on. How long before this turns into a sex thing? I don't. Probably not very long. Schlong. Probably schlong. Not very schlong. Uh, but uh, no, I mean, I. I Huh. Yeah, I could see that turn into like a, they'll have like a VR headset and I then mean, you have like a happy ending area where like the girls just doing that, yeah, yeah. to you in real life, and then you're just like, I, I, <laughs> I'm in. I you're mean, in? whatever gets somebody to come, it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> I'm I'm okay with it. I mean, as long as you're not hurting anybody, if it's consensual, fucking go for it. Yeah, I'm good. I'm down. Um, speaking of. Uh, Virtual reality and things. Uh, Jim Carrey confirmed that he's going to be a live-action Dr. Robotnik yeah. in the Sonic I'm movie. I'm excited to see that. So maybe we'll see some sort of... Bald Jim Carrey with a giant fucking over-exaggerated yes. mustache. Yes. Yes. Why not? I mean... I'm, I'm stoked for that. He seems pretty pretty cool. Uh, he seems pretty. He seems pretty cool. He seems pretty dope. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that it would uh, it'll be a neat... Neat take on it, and especially if they get something, I'm sure they'll do something kind of animated to it mm-hmm. to enhance 
maybe his, I mean, obviously his gut's got to change a little bit. Yeah. Because he's a little rotund Dr. Robotnik. I don't know if the door, I would assume probably like prosthetic stomach yeah. and everything like that. Yeah. He's super scrawny dude anyways. Like yeah. you look at like Robotnik as a designed character, like his legs, legs are like twigs. His yeah. arms are like twigs. Everything else it's about him, except he's just got a gut. Yeah. And that's it. Speaking of Jim Carrey, though, also, have you seen, did you watch the trailer for Kidding? Yeah, I'm excited for that show. It looks great, yeah. It's like a death to smoochy kind of. Yeah, like a weird dark comedy in a way. It's got eternal sunshine kind of feels to it. Looks cool. I'm excited for that, too. Looking up to it. Looking up to it. Uh, IGN, the uh, the gaming website that does like uh, video yeah. reviews mm-hmm. and all kinds of different stuff like that. They I had like a there's logo. a there's a staffer um, that works there. His name's Philip Philip Munchen. He just started there not overly too long ago. Um, as far as I could tell, he's he's still like established as far as like a reporter go. But he got caught plagiarizing uh, his review of the game Dead Cells that just came out. Um, he plagiarized from a small YouTube channel from called Boomstick Gaming, and how it came out was the guy from Boomstick Gaming saw his video review, and then made his own video as a and I think it said uh, IGN stole my review. What do I do? And that's what what the video was called. And I watched this video, and I was just like. There's some like you know subtle things that were kind of similar at first, and then it got to the points where it was like the last like three minutes was like fucking verbatim. Oh wow! Like almost like saying exactly what he was saying word for word, just kind of tweaking a couple of words here and there to just not directly plagiarize. It's like if you were gonna write a report and you were like copying something down from I've like fucking that. Wikipedia or something, a and then you're just like. I'm going to change this sentence around so that way they can't cite this sentence word for word because it's not word for word. I'm going to use just different phrasing. Did you do that? Hell no. I'm good at that. No, I mean, I didn't get caught doing it. Yeah. I did it for some paragraphs from some information and stuff. I had to. All papers. Yeah. But, I mean, that's just like the way I had to. Where are you at when you don't have an opinion? Like, you can't even make up your own opinion on something. That's the the whole point. Like, I mean, this is supposed to be how you feel about a fucking video game. That's weird. If you didn't, if you liked the video game, you just talk about the things that you like. And he literally took it and then just used that guy's own opinion for it. Since then, I know that IGN has pulled the review. They apologized for it. I don't know if they've let him go completely yet or not, but, I mean, they probably should. I mean, that's like... Plagiarizing is like the cardinal sin if you're a reporter. Yeah. That's like the one thing you should not do. You're not, not good do. enough to where you can... Yeah. If you, you can't, even can't think of your own yeah, opinions. If you can't write your own script of things and you can't yeah. think for yourself, you should probably not do mm-hmm. that anymore. So, that's a thing that happened. What do you... Uh, what's your... We talked about uh, Batwoman coming to uh, the CW mm-hmm. shows. It's a... Uh, what's her face? Ruby Rose. Ruby Rose. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've I, seen her boobies. She's a nice looking lady. She is. And uh, and uh, she... I, I mean, she's a prime candidate for it. I, mm-hmm. it. The Batwoman's always kind of been known for her long red hair mm-hmm. and whatnot. But, I mean, I think they can take that character wherever they want. They take whatever kind of creative license with... These characters on the TV I, side. She would of even look good with the long red hair like that. She could do that. They, did that. they could dye it red and be short, whatever yep. they want. Um, openly gay woman playing an openly gay woman. That's cool. Uh, yeah. For some reason, some of the internet doesn't seem to like it because she's not Jewish and Batwoman's Jewish. That's weird. Um, I mean, I just I just don't think it makes some people happy. I don't it get just, that, but okay. I mean, 
they, it was. I thought. I think it's a great casting choice, honestly. Yeah, I'm excited to see what ends uh, up coming out of it. It'll be cool. I'm I'm down. I'm down for uh, Brown Town and everything Gross. that comes with it. Uh, just a couple of weeks ago, or not a couple of weeks ago. I think it was actually just last week. Now that I think about it, QuickCon happened. Uh, what is this? QuickCon? Is it where they like have like earthquakes? No. They, they, like, it's they, not a they convention. Wear it's not my fault. No. Get it? I get it. <laughs> uh, so Quake, the game Quake, you know, there's a PC like shooting game and stuff like that. No, not familiar. It's made by ID um, Software, the same people that made Doom and uh, Wolfenstein and all those. Um, so now is it old? Super old? Quake? Like ninety five? It Quake, pro, I think Quake one probably came out like ninety seven, ninety eight. Okay, so I'm like, somewhere around those. That? I think yeah. I might remember PC. Like a, um, a I, mean, the, I I used to play Quake three quite a bit on like dreamcast and stuff back in the day whenever it was at quake three arena um and then it was on pc too and played it quite a bit but um they have a QuakeCon that's for uh id softwares and basically now that id has been bought out by bethesda the people that made like elder scrolls and fallout and I stuff i know that name we talked yeah, about it before they uh they kind of all use it as just like a big conference there's there's tournaments that happen there for some of the games quake um champions is the newest quake title um they have tournaments for now Elder Scrolls Legends, which is a card-based game, um, and just like open tournaments and stuff. But they also use it to kind of share some like new news and different things that are going on. Uh, Quick Champions is now free forever. Uh, it was like a paid thing at one point in time. I think it was like twenty or thirty, you know, thirty dollars. I'm pretty sure for the game when it first came out. They made it free to play for a while, and then they just went ahead and announced because they were talking about bringing it back to the thirty dollars price point since they've added in a lot of new characters and new DLC that was coming out that was going to be free. Then um, now they're basically just saying Quake Champions is free forever. It's not going to go back up to the price point. You're still going to get your DLC and stuff like that for free. You can just download the game and start playing. Cool. Are they? Um, so is it? Are they continuing to work on it? They're done with it. They're saying it's done. Just play. I mean, the the game functionality, like wise, like how the game actually plays itself, is done. But they're gonna keep adding in new content as far as like DLC, as far as like new maps and new characters and stuff goes. Every time you Um, say DLC, I think of DSLs. DSL. Dick Dick sucking lips. Gross. then they uh, showed the first gameplay for Doom Eternal, which is the 2016, uh, the follow-up to the 2016 Doom that came out, which was like oh, a yes. full, you know, the full reimagining of like the Doom uh, game. I've got some gameplay rolling here, so that way Shad can kind of see what I'm talking about. The they, uh, helmet looks like a Halo helmet. So yeah, I mean that's, that's the that's the Marines helmet. It's always looked like that. They even had it. That it looks it's looked that way since the original Doom's like cover art was out and stuff too. Oh, I didn't so know if that. anybody copied off of anybody, it would have been it's the other way around. Um, but you can see here they've got some like new weapons that they show off. Some new like kind of executions. Now the is the, gameplay similar to this uh, on the on the first of the remakes too. Yeah, yeah. It's because it looks it, it, it looks just like a cleaned up version of the original Doom. Maybe like, like a clean up version of like Doom Three, but oh, I mean, the, yeah, okay. because the old Dooms were like two D basically almost. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like I'm it was still of, like that weird three D scape. I'm stuff thinking like of, that. Of, of Doom Three. So you could like the this fucking shotgun's got like a grappling hook to it. See, you yeah, can like grapple around the, the city because this one, the first one, took place like around Mars, where like the whole incident and stuff starts. I see. Um, and then this is supposed to be like hell on Earth, like hell comes to Earth, everything's unleashed on Earth. So now you're back on 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 common ground and you're traversing like big cities and stuff like that while you're doing all this so how where is this in the storyline to the Dwayne Johnson movie 
<laughs> to the Rock movie. Yeah. I think the Rock movie came out after Doom 3 came out, so I guess that's kind of the game that that was kind of playing off of. I never saw of. it. <laughs> I, I actually owned it for a while. I thought it Did was you watch one. it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I owned it. But you just said that you own a movie that you haven't watched yet, so I would, that's not a fair assumption to assume that you've seen every movie you own. I didn't just say that. That was like last week. That was totally last episode. <laughs> uh... <laughs> No, but uh, no. I mean, I I I've seen the movie. It's okay. uh, I think it's Carl Urban and The Rock's in it. There's a couple that other people right. that are in it too. Um, it's not bad. Obviously, the biggest payoff to that movie was the whole sequence that was like it looks the the movie looks it like into... it like changed for like into first person, and everybody that was watching it was like, "Holy shit! It's like the fucking game, but it's real life." It's like that. What's that? That what was that movie with? Uh, uh, yeah, the action something movie? like Hardcore Harry. Yes, it was like all first person. Or Hardcore <laughs> Henry, saw... maybe. Hardcore Henry. That's yeah. what it was. I but you can see, like they got it. they got the execution kills with like this jutting out blade that you got the fucking grappling hook on the shotgun's cool it's as shit. Cool. I love it. And you kind of get to bounce around, yeah, all, all over traversing the place. all of because it's just like I bet like in the room while they're developing this game, they're just kind of like, what can we do to because we're gonna have such a big huge cityscape. He can't yeah. be going upstairs all the time constantly. Yeah. We have to have something that makes it unique for him to be able to traverse around in. So now they've like. There's enemies on other platforms. What are we going to do? Oh, you can get to them by fucking chain, chaining yourself to them and yeah. shooting them in the face while you're running and to it them. it looks killer. Yeah. And, I mean, all the, the enemies look pretty similar to... They're just, like, really yeah, clean Yeah, it's, like, redone of, versions. They tried to keep all the enemies. Like, the imps look the same. The soldiers look the same. The big floating, like, head yeah. eyeball monsters mm-hmm. look the same. They even have... Uh, they'll show it later on. There's the uh, the brain that was attached to the spider robot yep. legs. They're in here, too. Um, they've brought as many of the characters back as they possibly can, but That's um, cool. but Doom twenty sixteen was great too. So if you haven't played it, I'd I'd recommend picking it up and checking so it out. You said this is this is the this is the se- sequel. this is the sequel to that remake, right basically. Very cool. Um, in in pop news, are you a popper? Dirty pop. Are you familiar with? I I, re, I named the. Oh yeah, I've seen this. I told Manny I wanted to pre-order them. I uh, I I saw that they've got uh, some. Some new pops that are coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're uh, for Nightmare Before Christmas is twenty five years, which just seems like it's been longer, but I guess not because I just no. turned thirty. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, they got some like full on sets. They've got an, a nice uh, curly Q snowy hill. Yeah, with, I love the whole set piece Jack one. That's Sally. why I told her. I said I kind of want to get the zero one and then the Jack and the Sally with the hill. That looks that looks just really awesome. The yeah. pops look cool too. The I, zero one's a lunchbox exclusive, so. Lunchbox? Yeah. Like you have to get a pop, box, box lunch. Like a box, box pop lunch. Bunks, box or something. Um, is box lunch that store? I don't know. I think that's a store. I might be wrong. Um, but then they've got like a oogie boogie without his uh, skin on, which looks pretty cool. Oh, and like the he looks like the like all the worms, the bugs yeah. all over him, and then they've got some of the characters that are just mm-hmm. like the doctor. Off. Yeah. I like the the snowman Jack too. That's kind of that's not cool. like a real thing from the movie, is it? That's just a I don't think so. Created... It no way. He might have been. Did he pop into like one he was in one hiding around. from somebody? I don't know. But yeah, so we've got some Nightmare Before Christmas stuff coming out, and then we also have Funko's getting in the cereal game with a uh, Batman and a Batgirl cereal. Um, multi-grain cereals with an old school toy in the box mm-hmm. and you're getting a little little micro yeah. uh batgirl and batman pops in there did it ha- this happened whenever the elves were walking by and he hides inside uh, of the I the snowman 
Okay. And while they're walking by, so they don't recognize him. Yeah. So huh. that is that is totally like canon from the movie too. Just, it's so weird that they just pulled that out of a pull, thing like, to make a, a pop out of. Yeah. That's pretty cool. But yeah, the uh, it looks like they're just they're going to be selling the the cereal at like Hot Topic and GameStop and things yeah. like that. Uh, what was the other cereal I saw recently that they made? Oh, Dippin' Dots. Dippin' Dots made the cereal. Dippin' Dots has a cereal. Yeah, I want to really? try it. I've not I've not got it yet, but I've seen it at uh, at Walmart. What uh, what like just any I, old flavor? I, I I don't remember which flavor it was exactly, but yeah. <laughs> we could do that for the rest of the episode. Yes, please. <laughs> uh so Nintendo Direct happened, and it was basically like a Smash Brothers exclusive. Um, they, oh, I saw that. They I, announced, I was like, he was right. There yeah, was a Smash. Uh, what's it called? Yeah. Direct. A direct. Yeah, they announced uh, some of the new uh, Smash Brothers characters. They they officially uh, did a Castlevania crossover. We have Simon and uh, Richter Belmont that you can play as. And Alvin. No. And Theodore. Nope, not those guys. Do 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 do. <laughs> Um, but they, they look fucking awesome. Apparently their level is, uh, is Dracula's castle that you can play on in there. Um, there's like a random instance that can happen whenever you play on that level that there's no, like, it's completely random number generator type thing that happens. But every now and then, whenever you're playing through the level, there's a chance that Dracula will actually come out and like start throwing fireballs and fighting you and stuff, and you can kill him, like stop him and stuff okay. like that. But there's a chance that randomly at some point in time, just Dracula will pop out of nowhere. Huh. Um, they made uh, Alucard, uh, Dracula's son. They made you him. You know, I like Alucard. They made him delicious Alucard. <laughs> uh, they made him uh, a uh, basically like a statue. Like you, you can use him to uh, help you fight. Uh, and he's like an AI character kind of a thing. He's not a playable character, but just like an AI stand-in type of thing that can help you fight. Um, and then instead of just doing like one piece of music from Castlevania, they decided that anytime you go in the, into the level and play, there's a chance that it will rotate between 38 unique Castlevania tracks from the old game all the way up to like Symphony of the Night on PlayStation, and it just rotates through like remastered versions of these games. Um... They also have a what they call like a mirror character. Like it's a completely different character plays the same as the other character. They have a dark Samus that they're gonna have in in the game, mm-hmm. which you can play as uh, as her. Um, there's another uh, a mirror character too. I think it was from a Fire Emblem character. I can't remember which one it was though. Uh, King K. Rule is officially in the game now too. Know. He's the bad guy from uh, Donkey Kong Country. I was gonna say Donkey Kong. Yeah, but I he's wasn't like sure. a big alligator, huge. He yes. looks like Bowser esque in a way. He's got a tiny little hat on. But he's on. more gator. Mm-hmm. Um, Less turtle. They showed off a bunch of stages that they have. Like all of the stages are back, plus a bunch of new ones and stuff that Which they've added could, in. Was, I think you had said that that it was kind of what it was looking like. That it was gonna be like this, mm-hmm. just all encompassing. Yeah. Um, massive game they've got the menu is like super intuitive and then one of the coolest features that I, I wanted to talk about is they have like an mp3 option kind of a thing so every music from all of these games which in, is in the inside the sound test menu mm-hmm. so you can go to the sound test menu you can pick it by game by genre you can just play the whole list front to back there's over 900 songs in the game wow 
And they said, I think it's like if you played every song on there from front to back, like just you, you can turn it on like while you're cleaning or something like that. And so just it's just play a soundtrack. It. Yeah, just thing. a giant soundtrack that's nice. And they said if you played it front to back, it lasts, I think they said like 26 hours Jeez. is how long all of the music would take to go through. But the cool fucking function is that since the Switch is portable, they made a feature to where you can turn on that soundtrack on your Switch. You can even turn the screen off plug in your headphones and use it as like a portable mp3 player on the go just to listen to the game soundtracks and stuff while you're out and about and it doesn't burn up like screen or battery life because it's basically just only there on with the music in the background so they made that a fucking function for this game how soon do you think that they'll they'll push those into like spotify or something probably like six months or so after the game i mean nintendo's kind of stingy with a lot of their shit they like sega just recently opened up their music library to spotify that we talked about but I don't Nintendo unless it's somebody that's like covered a song and put it on Spotify or something. It's not, getting... it's not usually on there by official release, so I think they're kind of stingy with it. But I, for real, I, I think that's just a brilliant that's idea cool. that they did that. I even just thought that I'd be like we might as well just throw this in there for funsies. Yeah, I think that's a really cool idea that they did. But uh, their whole Smash Direct was uh, and it was just specifically for Smash Brothers. They showed off more. Um, more uh, actual gameplay for the multiplayer, how it kind of works with like what the online function would be. Like they showed off the the menu screen, and because that was a big issue, I guess, from the last Smash Brothers game was that people were saying wasn't it's not intuitive enough um, as far as like a menu options go. That it just was so bare minimum that they didn't have like they didn't know where to go to find certain modes and stuff. I see. So they made it like very bare minimum and really clean UI again still cool. like the last game but on the side they've got a big bar that's like a quick options type thing that you can go to and just kind of pick whichever thing you really want to find hmm. so I thought it was kind of cool that they cleaned that up too they really like listening to everybody and what they're saying and they're showing it off that they are have been doing that yeah well good good for them good for them tell me news so have you been following this whole movie pass thing as they yeah i had it for two seconds did you really yeah i did and then i uh discontinued it because that was that point in time so it was was right around when it was starting to shit was hitting the fan because i got it for like the ten dollars yeah um monthly i mean maybe planning on using it quite a bit but then the amcs that they had listed like nothing that was near us was open or able to use and then AMC had the big scuffle where they was like, no, you can't use this at all at our theaters. And it was just kind of one of those things. Did, so did they just kind of create this thing and then didn't I guess, have everybody on I, board? Yeah, I guess they just was like hoping, like, keep our fingers crossed that it's going to fucking crazy. work out. And you're, what was it, 10, you said 10 bucks yeah, a month? I just did it for one month. I tried to cancel. Yeah. They gave me so much shit that I, was, I had to keep it for wow. another month because I couldn't get, the website was so broken you couldn't get on there. There was no support to call. When was um, this? Last year, oh wow! Yeah, whenever like it first started. So this is, it's so they've they've kind of gone up again of like popularity and people using yeah, it. Yeah. And now the last month or so, like they started the losing. They started losing a bunch of money mm-hmm. and like, well, we're not making any money anymore because I'm guessing that all they're doing is promising to pay these movie tickets for AMC instead yeah. of you. Then they started trying to do it to where specific theaters said you can use the movie pass to do this or movie pass said it not the theaters but you can only go x amount of times per month they started limiting so like cinemark theaters said like you can go to cinemark three times a month that's it 
Oh, okay. And you have like a specific time frame. Like they'll register it whenever you've used it. If you try to go to see another movie again after the three, you You're can't use off. it. You cut off. You can't go there. Certain theaters were it's like... It's kind of like a credit card when you've reached the yeah. limit. I don't know if AMC <laughs> still... Like, I think they're still like in the shit with AMC and AMC's yeah. not letting them do and it. I don't think they're going to because um, AMC's unrolling this new A-list mm-hmm. as their new thing. Which for twenty bucks a month, you get, month you get to see three movies every week yeah. is the, their new thing. There's uh, and they can actually back it up. I would imagine. <laughs> there's another set of theaters called Weinberg. It's uh, a smaller one or something like I that. I know what you're talking about. And it's, it's something like wine. It's uh, Weinberg or something. Some like, weird name. Yeah, like that. but those they, they, they only have two. I think allowed per Wormbergs. month. Wormbergs. Wormberg. Is Wor- that it? Wormberg. Maybe something like there's that. There's a lot of letters in it. I've there's a lot of words. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and now they're it looks like they're getting a lot of cancellations and they're saying it's because of the bugs on the website. Yeah, go figure. They they don't know how to fix their shit. It said that there was no customer support for me to talk to. I couldn't ask anybody about this. I asked them a question and they finally got back to me like weeks later. Yeah. And it was so delayed and so backed up, I finally got to the point where they let me fucking cancel it, thank God. But it was <laughs> so, a new deal. MoviePass is a great idea in theory, but really probably needs to be handled yeah. by the individual I, theaters. Yeah, I feel like this so, AMC A-list thing is probably a much better way yeah. to go. Cause 20, they're, especially they're $20 a month, and you said it's oh, per week? Three movies per week. So you can per see week. 12 to 15, depending on how many weeks you have in the yeah. month movies and i mean if i was just if i didn't have anything else going on in my life that's exactly yeah, especially what I'd be if doing. you're like a cinephile there's no reason to not do that Sounds dirty yeah hmm. and i don't i think it's unlimited like you can see imax as long as it's amc you're getting into that movie yeah because they're getting the money off of your popcorn and shit like they're i mean that's where you're spending i guess it depends anyways. on what you do like if like if you had the combination of like the 15 dollar amc premium your like studs, premiere thing yeah. your stubs premium account yeah plus the $20 thing like that, and you're paying $35 a month for this, yeah. and you could see 12 to 15 movies with the Stubbs premium thing. Like, every time I go in there, I have anywhere... I'm not even joking. Anytime I use my Stubbs premium whenever I go, I have anywhere between 5 to 15, five to 15 I mean, like off. Got, yeah. Anytime I go up there, I, can, I tap the activate thing for whatever, yeah. and I, for whatever yeah, reason, cool. have it. Yeah, and yeah. like, I... The last times we've gone, I've paid for our tickets. Like, if it was a Tuesday, it's $5 movie yeah. per ticket. So, $10 there. And then we get our snacks, drinks, popcorn, and if I want a candy or something yeah. like that. And I have not paid more than, I think, $15 for my snacks the last times I've gone in. Cool. And the drinks were like, Mandy might get an icy. I'll just get, like, a Coke or something like yeah. that. And we have, like, a large popcorn that we get free refills on. Yeah. Get a candy, too. That's killer. And paid less than 15 for it. I was just like, this is, like, an experience that should be, like, almost every time you go is, like, $50. Yes. And then it turns into, like, a 25 Like, I cut the price in half every yeah. time I go now. That's great. Yeah. It's great. Uh, my, well, yeah, live action Mulan. Uh, they they're doing the live mm-hmm. action on. Yeah, have you seen them? Um, I saw the. I There's think the I saw the picture. Still. Yeah. yeah. There's another still too of her in front of the green screen. Um, it's not on this site, but uh, of her is like in a green screen, but they have like real like trees and stuff like that in front of it too. Um, but. She looks like she's gonna be a great fucking Milan. I think it'd be cool. I'm I'm excited to see a uh, a kind of women led. It's kind of weird, like seeing all these live action Disney starting to come yeah. down the pipe too. Because I know like live action Aladdin's happening yeah. for sure. I've seen the picture of the cast from that, and it's just kind of like, how many more live actions are we gonna try and do? Yeah, we've got Maleficent. I mean, they're two gonna, they're gonna out, I think they're gonna roll to through it all without 
any uh and then the other uh stills that i saw earlier that i just wanted to show you of if you've not seen it the chilling adventures of sabrina i haven't seen any of the stills yeah. from it so that it, it wasn't that was a comic run too right uh yeah that was like when they when they relaunched uh, when mark wade took over archie and they kind yeah. of revamped the whole thing like archie mm-hmm. looks different so this is the netflix series i think it's 10 episodes coming out in october but it looks pretty cool yeah yeah i think it it looks uh cooler i'm i, I hadn't seen those those stills at all yeah uh, but uh, uh and speaking of in like the same vein of the mulans is that there is <laughs> <laughs> i love it this has no context <laughs> There's a, there's evidence they're doing a live action Lady in the Tramp movie also. What? Yeah. Really? And guess who they just announced is gonna be Lady? Who? Uh, Tessa Thompson is gonna be Lady. Who's Tessa Thompson? Tessa Thompson is uh, the uh, girl, the Valkyrie from Thor Ragnarok, and oh. uh, she's in all the. How is this live action? Um, I guess they're gonna do the animated dogs like the Jungle Book. Okay, so it's like I I'm thinking like she's gonna like be she's gonna like be a, she's gonna be like a rich girl. She's gonna and she's oh. gonna have two Asian uh, adopted sisters. And, <laughs> I like your version. You know what I mean? That'd be way cooler if it was just Lady in the like Tramp, but with but people humans. like fucking uh, the more what, what was that uh, Romeo and Juliet, yes. Leonardo DiCaprio one, but yeah. like super modern and serious yeah. like that. And then uh, Scamp is just kind of a. A, tra- a scoundrel, just, yeah. just like a, a shock, could just be like some street. weird fucking Irish guy. That's funny. Uh, Justin Th- Thoreau is uh, playing the the tramp, tramp. Uh, which I've never understood. That I guess tramp meant something different maybe at that time, because tramp was like a, a okay, no, no. sleep. I didn't. I couldn't take picture who. It, uh, I know the names, but you know what I mean. I, I can't. Yeah, I don't know sometimes who he is. Oh, he plays, uh, he's the, the bad guy in Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. Mm-hmm. The yep, Irish that's guy. Him. He's the Irish guy. Yeah. He's a, an attractive fella. He's no Timothy Oliphant, but he'll do. <laughs> uh, but I was, I played, uh, I didn't play. I had him listen to our podcast, a guy that I work with, and he said, you have a fucking man crush on Timothy Oliphant, <laughs> and I was like, so what? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh. He's in Bumblebee. Bumblebee Tuna? Yeah. Bumblebee tuna. Uh, oh god, he threw up. But but stop. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so live action Lady and the Tramp. That's weird. I I do think it's gonna be animated dogs that they're just gonna they're gonna have voice acted. Um, Tessa Thompson is also known for uh, uh, being in all the Janelle Monae music videos. Janelle Monae and was uh, rumored to possibly have a relationship with her, but I think they're just uh, they're leaving they just it, scissor a little bit on the side. They're leaving it open to uh, everybody's open, own interpretation. Open gashes on the side. Open little... gashes. <laughs> so the Uncharted movie script's done. Oh yeah? Uh, and uh, it's about to be near Nathan production and we got, nope, fucking Tom Holland. Really? Tom Holland is our Nathaniel Dracu. So the all that so, hype of hoping that maybe yeah. you were gonna get a Nathan, which I mean, See, he's a little old, here's I my, guess, to get into that series. Yeah, but at the same time, like Tom Holland's too young. <laughs> Unless they do, there are I some flashback seg- segments and stuff like that that happen in the games, like especially like the fourth one. There's a Drake whenever he's like a kid, but he's like only twelve or thirteen at that point in time. Okay, and. There are some younger Drake segments, but the, in like Uncharted Four, it's about like his brothers. When you and, say and Drake, I think of the rapper Drake. No, not that one. I don't like his music. Definitely buying a hit. I want to. 
You don't? I don't. No. I liked uh, the whole Views album okay. that he wrote. I like that a lot. And some of the older ones. Uh, the last couple that he's done not been so big on. But, a little out there. Um, but it's just, I can't see him being Drake as the age that he's supposed to. Like, Whenever like it's I not think, gonna be following like the uncharted 2000, movies. 2000, like eight or nine, whenever the first Uncharted movies, came out, yeah, he games. he's supposed to be like I'm imagining a man that's like 32, 33. Like he's in his mid 30s. Yeah, at that I, point in I time. That. And then like sense. the next ones are like, oh, this happened like a year and a half later, and so on and so forth. Like like Uncharted four, you eventually see like him and at the end of the game, like him and Elena have a kid, and you see older Drake at that point in time too, and he's like showing like she eventually sees like all the shit that he did and stuff like you actually play at in that segment you play as the daughter at that point in time and she's she's like 12 years old and at that point in time drake's like fucking 50 or whatever is this a situation where like is have they no i mean tom i guess tom holland's been at cons and everything i mean he's he definitely he is his age like he's not he doesn't play that like when you you started to kind of get into harry potter movies and like daniel radcliffe was clearly older than he was portrayed himself as an 18-year-old. Yeah, I in just the feel last... like, like, how old is, is Tom Holland really? Is he's he 20-something, be... like 22, 23? Maybe. I mean, that's even pushing, I would think. I'm not, not 100% sure on that, but... He's 22. Oh, okay, there you go. So, yeah, I mean, he's 22 years old playing a kid that's supposed to be... I mean, he's in high school then? I mean, he what was he in, in Homecoming? Was he a junior or a senior? He wasn't a senior. He was a sophomore. Okay, so he's a sophomore. He's supposed to be somebody that's like 16, almost 17 yeah. years old, and he's like 21 at that point in time, yeah. I'll say, that it's pl- portraying sure. this character. Or 20, basically. And, he's, he's and then he's supposed okay to be it. portraying a character that's like, I, I don't know. It's just like, it's, it's after me. Is this like a, that looks like a mock-up or something. See what I mean? Like, that doesn't look like this should be Nathan Drake to me. No. You know what I mean? That looks weird. It looks like he's got like a prepubescent, I don't, my dad hasn't taught me how to shave yet mustache going on there kind of similar to the one that i'm rocking currently mm, yes <laughs> nathan philly and nathan drake i want to see like a side by side if i'm i'm assuming they probably have that i've i've done the look at this i mean it i saw a picture of him earlier today and i was like that's like fucking great yeah that's such this such good casting that and, looks so much like him and really i mean nathan looks nathan fillion looks great for his age when you really look at his because what's he probably mid forties? Yeah, he I could think totally he's in mid forties. But I mean, he, he could yeah, pull he could pull off. he could pull off being somebody that's in his mid thirties. Yeah, he, he looks like he could. And I mean, Nathan Drake's got a lot of forehead wrinkles and shit like See that. See what I mean? Though, like he's way too young yeah. to be playing that character. He doesn't have forehead wrinkles. No, he doesn't have forehead wrinkles, and he doesn't look like a chiseled older man. <laughs> no. He looks like a boy. He doesn't look. This like is he gonna can be like this, it's gonna have to start off with like being like. This is Nathan Drake, just now learning how to thieve. And he's doing all this cool shit. <laughs> it's nothing based off the first game or anything. <laughs> I, mean, it's a prequel. I don't know. If, I think he... I don't know if he went to the college or not. Or if he's just like... He's always been like... In, in the games, he's like super well-versed in anything that's like fucking like history. They do a comparison, who's this, the daughter? No, that's, I think this is supposed to be uh, young Drake whenever he's a kid in the game. You, should, oh, you see okay. him as young Drake. I could see that. I mean, that... Yeah, but I mean, like... I don't know. But what kind of shenanigans is, is like young fucking Nathan Drake young really going to get Indiana into? Jones. Yeah. I mean, what there's a lot of that? shit like that. Like a young Nathan Drake. Young Uncharted. I mean, you're not worried about comparisons like, at that point. He looks so gross with what a mustache. What is this movie that I don't he know. has a mustache in? <laughs> I don't know. As I said, he looks so gross with a mustache. He looks like a hobbit there. He is a hobbit. <laughs> 
All that's right. crazy though. There's so many other options. That's not necessarily who I would pick, yeah. but I don't have the money to fund no. it. So you got another one for me? Yeah, you know another, I another, do. another. Speaking story. of Harry Potter, there is a new Harry Potter audiobook coming to a theater near you. Harry Potter and the audiobooks of uh, they're doing, Azeroth. They're doing an audio. Uh, what is it? An audio tour of um, Harry's I, ass. Um, yes, they are like <laughs> first there is the cheek, and no, uh, it is a audiobook titled "A History of Magic," and it's uh, based essentially. There's a, I guess there's an exhibition in London in the British Library. Is that like whenever um, people like to be in public and they're naked? No, that's a <laughs> that's an exhibitionist. <laughs> that's, yeah. It's kind of like the the gangbanger and the gangbang. Ew, like, you, you dirty. But, uh, so A History of Magic is the name of it, and essentially it sounds like it's an, it's an audio tour of this exhibition that they had. Um, so similar to when you go, um, you go to a museum and you get, like, the audio tour all the way, you, like, yeah, call yeah, you it, put and a, you, you just, like, listen you to it as around. you go through it. I think that's what it's gonna be, but just, like, a, Is there gonna be, like, a book that you can follow along with it with? You know so. what I mean? Like, like that would be like a visual tour of it. Uh, the the exhibition did get a companion book, and you get to, you get hear bing, turn the page. Yes, <laughs> old so, school style. So I think that they're they're treating it just straight up like a history book. It looks mm. like, and they're gonna do an audio of it. Doesn't look like there's necessarily gonna be a book that follows along word for word, mm-hmm. but there's a companion to the exhibition, and then there's gonna be this audio tour of the history of magic. So I don't know how it's gonna play out, but. Mm. Just another uh, another little bit of uh, Harry Potter for y'all. That's pretty neat. I'm, it's pretty snifty. Yeah, we're going to get something. I mean, J.K. Rowling is uh, in the middle of writing some movies these days, so I guess yeah. we're, not, we're not getting a, a book. I don't know if people are craving a book. I don't know how how the Potter world is these days. Uh, last thing I got that I kind of we can both kind of briefly talk about yeah. and I mean if you got more we definitely talk about more you um, do your thing uh, Android Pie came out uh, nine, yes. version 9.0 finally released we got the uh, we got the update um, how are you how are you feeling um, I initially we both, thought we both got you've got the Pixel 2 I've the got the giggles. Pixel Pixel 2 uh, XL yeah um, my my initial thought was this looks similar to it looks apple a bit in a um, way, yeah, I can see that. But once I compared it to the current Apple OS, mm-hmm. um, I didn't really think it was that much. But just with there's side some unseen, there's some aesthetic to it. That's I, I like the way that the UI is shaping up. The way that yeah. it's getting a lot cleaner. Mm-hmm. Um, something you know, like even just the, the volume notch has the quick thing on the side that you can get to. That yes. that where you can flip up to your tray and you've got quick settings yeah. to stuff that you've more frequently used. Um, and like I said, just aesthetically, it, it's a lot cleaner, and it just design wise, as Google little... stuff's always appealed to me, anyways, yeah. because of the clean design and everything too. I'm just getting cleaner and cleaner and cleaner, yeah. and I'm I'm really enjoying it. There are a few things that I feel like that it needs to be updated with pretty badly, like yeah. some of the stuff that needs to get cleaned up a bit, because I, I've got a few like hiccups and stuff that have happened here and there since it's updated last night. Um, My Kingdom Hearts uh, Union Cross doesn't work. At all? No. I click onto it and it just kind of... I actually uninstalled it and reinstalled it and it worked for a day and then it didn't again. Um, 
I was going to show you, I don't know if you changed it, because I was looking up some different things that you can change. They have different gestures that you can change in the uh I saw that that now. was an option, but I didn't uh, so if you go to the, anything to it. In the gestures where they actually have like the active squeeze on the phone, that's mm-hmm. always been there. So yes. you can pull up your Google Assistant. I always have that on. I like that as a feature. Yeah. Um, they have a swipe home button thing now, too. Um, so it takes away the far right side button that would open up your apps folder. Um, and then it basically just has this like minimalistic, you still get the notch, uh, that's over there to get back occasionally. Okay. Um, but whenever you flip up, it takes up all of your apps and everything there. Um, and then you can do that too, where you, uh, so the things that are open, if I hold and I, or not hold, but, uh, swipe over to the side, you can go between your apps that way. Okay. Instead of having the button to actually open up on there and And then apparently there's a thing whenever you turn on like youtube i guess i've not tried it but you can go to youtube and instead of having to like swipe down and go to your auto rotation Mm -hmm. that's on there to turn it on if you have it like locked or something it actually has like that button that's there that's missing will turn into like an auto rotate so if you're watching the thing you can just tap down here real quick and it'll flip it for you Instead cool. of having to go up and turn your screen or any of that. One thing I notice is when you hold down the power button, you also get the uh, screen capture. Yeah. Uh, which was always kind of, an, like, I could never, I knew what it was, that it was the down volume and the power button, uh, but it was like, oh, that's kind of annoying and weird, but I like that I can just hit that button and get my screenshot right there. Yeah. I like the, it's a little I like the having everything on there um, as far as like whenever your apps are open to be able to access that way with your button press and seeing it that way and swiping them. Yeah. I don't like the fact that the clear all button's all the way on the far left side, though. Like, yeah. I would rather it be make those, minimize those a little bit smaller and have it down at the, it bottom, the bottom so you can, not even at the very bottom, just like right in front of the Google search bar. Yeah. There's enough room there right there where there's a blank space where you can tap a clear all and then it just be gone. It seems like they've kind of eliminated the reason there. to have the Google search bar on your main screen. Yeah, the, I, I don't know if that's, I've not searched to see if that's something that you can get taken off. I mean, between the squeeze and holding down on the actual home button it's, down here, there's yeah. so many different ways that you can access it. There's no point in having it there. You can that's just a, have your call button stuff down there yeah, at the bottom. Exactly. I'd rather have like another widget or something out yeah. that I could have the, that wouldn't take up as much room or something. Yeah. And maybe. I guess there's battery saving stuff in there. Yeah, it's, it's seems done a little smarter. Apparently there's a lot of issues with the first generation of Pixel because they get it too. Oh, okay. Um, so the Pixel 1 and the Pixel XL um, both got it and I guess they were saying that the function whenever you plug into your battery at the bottom um, shows the rapid charging mm-hmm. as the estimated time and everything that wasn't there at all after the update happened and they noticed that people were saying that they felt like their phones actually weren't charging as fast as they should be wow and they've acknowledged that it's like a bug that came with the stuff so they're trying to get a patch out to them as fast as they possibly can um i like that it gets worried when your battery's down and it's like when it gets to 20 percent, it's like your battery's gonna run out soon you can only have six more hours worth of time i don't use i don't use uh a weather widget like from like uh the weather channel or something because yeah. I know you can have the it'll show on the weather channel. I what, did what have that and I actually is. took it away. Yeah, and I like that the actual Google's weather function shows you the temperature out there now with the time and the date and everything. And at the very bottom of the screen, it even shows you the you percentage, percentage of your battery. Yeah. Today. So I think that's all pretty smart actually adding in even more yeah, interface. Because I've always I always love the the active view being able to see yes. my time and stuff that way. Yeah. I've had that since the last uh, Samsung phone that I had, and I wasn't going to go back to something oh, that didn't okay. have it. That's cool. 
Um, but yeah, I just kind of wanted to briefly touch on Android Pie. It's pretty cool, but I think we do need some updates for show. Yeah, they'll be. I think it'll kind of just hit some more. But that's nine point oh essentially, right? Yeah, so that's nine point oh. Then we we keep kind of building from there. Yeah. And then, like I said, that's that's only to a certain group of devices. Uh, obviously, Google is going to give it to Google's. all of their. What's it tap? What's it taking? Like, uh, is it three months, six months for it to move out to your Android devices? Uh, other ones are picking it up. There's, uh, I think, there's a. Uh, another company that maybe it's a uh, the Huawei company or however you say that name of that company i'm not familiar with it um i think they have a pure like android based phone to like the nexus phones and the google pixel phones oh, okay. um that is also going to get that update now but yeah i think samsung is gonna have because they all have to have they're gonna get 9.0 but they're gonna have like samsung has the uh, the touch whiz is like their user interface is what it's called the touch okay. wizard or gotcha. uh, they're uh they're gonna have their version of it that they have to work on and get polished up before they can put it out I on the see. phone and then they have to have versions of it for like the lesser phones so like mm-hmm. you're gonna have it on the galaxy note 9 you're gonna have it on the yeah. galaxy s9 uh, but if it comes to the s8 eventually they're gonna have to like a, make a dumbed down version that that phone can actually run kind uh, of a thing because it's a pretty physically demanding you know operating gotcha. system so cool you got some more stuff uh, last thing i want to talk about is just a, an updated uh kind of piece of where we're at with the disney streaming service okay um that is i'm interested uh, in this because I've, I've been waiting to hear actual news news about it and yeah. i've not seen anything else about it really so some things that i didn't know before this was that uh and you may have you may know some of this may not uh they're doing a Muppet show for the streaming service. They're they're kind of taking another swing at Muppets. Cool. Uh, in there, we're getting. Uh, we knew that we were getting the Marvel movies, the live mm-hmm. action, the Star Wars movies. They're trying to get back the rights for because I think USA yeah. or TNT. I, or something uh, it's has uh, that. TNT and uh, TBS, the Turners. Right. They're both owned by the same people, okay. and I think they have they have the rights until twenty twenty four. And they're trying to get them back they're sooner. Right? Trying, now, but, but I, I don't, don't think that's going to end up happening. No. So I think four, five, and six aren't going to be on there for a while. I mean, just for the fact that you, I mean, how how often do you get to stick it to Disney? Yeah, just I mean, just as a, as a on principle, yeah. Just be like, Not to mention the fact that it's like Ted Turner's company. I don't think that he would be like, ah, fuck you guys. Yeah, it seems like a very Ted Turner thing to do. I lo- yeah, <laughs> uh, we, and we're getting the Star Wars Clone Wars is coming back. I think we talked about that. Yeah, that's gonna be on there. Uh, they announced the budget for the Star Wars live action TV uh-huh. show that's gonna be on it. ten episodes, hundred million dollars for uh, ten episodes of a show. Yes. <laughs> What the fuck? That's, that's the like John... the Lord of the Rings shit from Amazon. That's the John Favreau. Uh, God, TV what is this? I wonder doing. what this is going to entail. Uh, gosh, I don't see I mean... that. That in and of it itself is enough for me to want to do it. Not to mention the fact that I'm going to have all the old classic Disney movies and shit yeah, like that too. I, I really want to know. It sounds that... like it's going to be great. I want to know what that whole thing. I mean, honestly, they're going to have to do something. To... I, they, albeit they were going to have to me in my eyes going to have more to offer yeah. than what the DCU stuff is going to end up having. Sure. But yeah. at the same time, I feel like they're going to have to do something to compare price point. Yeah, I mean they're going to have to to get to that $10, which we we kind of talked about that like what can they do and we were I when we were even discussing the kicking around it's like you know, is it it's a $12 thing that they're putting out there really? I mean, when you put it down yeah. there, I mean I and, feel like I could see Disney now looking at the way that we know DC's got their price fat price format stuff. Like I could yeah. see them easily doing something where they'd be like, "You can pay nine ninety nine a month, or 
12 months for a hundred, like yeah. 99, 99. So that way you're yeah. saving like an extra 20 bucks by doing the yearly yeah. thing, which but that, I could see him doing yeah. $10 a month for that, the quality, for the content mm-hmm. that they're going to have. That's, and that pricing no structure is exactly what, uh, the Marvel Unlimited is yeah. right now. It's, it's $10 a month or a hundred dollars yeah. for a year. So, or like, uh, I, I could even see him doing 11 or 12, yeah. you know, kind of a thing and still doing like, yeah. like, uh, 10, like a hundred for Disney's a year. catalog is fucking humongous. It is humongous. Not to mention they, the fact like if they do the $12 fucks. format, you're also like, you're competing with the no ads versions of Hulu. Yeah. The ultra HD streaming versions of Netflix because yeah. it's like 1199 right now mm-hmm. too. So if you do that, you're comparing with all the other stuff mm-hmm. that's there. You're not any more expensive. Yeah. I don't, I don't see them, but hell maybe I do. They might, try to do something where they swing like a fucking premium streaming service like HBO and pull a $15 a month thing. They could, yeah. Cause well, that's, I, a, that's a good point. You're, you're talking about HBO's, people pay 15 bucks a month. Yeah, comfortably because it's so for like, HBO. quality content. So, I mean, I, it once again, Disney's got a fucking humongous yeah. catalog. So, I mean, you I could play easi- I could easily see them doing something and like that too. And they just, I mean, buying the acquisition with Fox, it's like, oh my God. God, they could have... I, I've heard from the things, not just like all of the regular movies that you have that you'd come to expect, but we're also going to get like classic Disney 2 on yeah. there. So they're going to have like Sword in the Stone, Blu-ray yeah. quality version Absolutely. of that on there. And they're going to have like fucking weird Disney shit yeah. too that I've seen. Am like the people that are going to get like fucking Flubber on there. Yeah. Are you going to get like uh, the Gargoyles animated series? Like Maybe. all of the Disney afternoon shows that like half of them don't even have DVDs for. I mean, they still haven't released uh, the Adventures of Gummy Bears, uh, the second volume of that. Like, I don't know how stoked I am now that I just thought about Disney classics, how I can go back and watch fucking Darkwing Duck again. Yes. All Darkwing the whole Duck. series of Darkwing Duck. Rescue Rangers. Yeah, DuckTales, all that stuff. Yeah, woo yeah, woohoo! <laughs> I mean, yeah. So uh, you would pay fifteen dollars now. I You're would. Like... <laughs> My dick's super hard for Disney right now. I got a dick for Disney. <laughs> so I think I, they're gonna do whatever they want, and people are gonna pay it. Yeah, and that's just, I mean, that's guaranteed. That's as long as the app works and I'm just supporting. You kind of think like in the long run, everybody's just like. I guess I could buy all this stuff and probably end up coming out cheaper in the long run <laughs> than I'm going to end up paying for the streaming service. But goddamn, having all of this stuff at my fingertips for fifteen dollars a month and having new content and all yeah. this old stuff and not having to worry about buying physical media—that's my yeah. alley. They're doing a Monsters Incorporated TV show. Yeah, like an, an animated. Then, I mean, didn't they have one on the Disney Channel too I at one point in time? So. I thought they hadn't. I don't think the actual, monsters. Like, I think they've been saving this monsters thing for for this app um but yeah i mean it's timon and pumbaa timon and pumbaa i love timon and pumbaa (laughs) in development so they didn't have it i thought that they had one high school musical show like a tv show version or something yeah so they're i mean they're eating this shit up it's gonna be nuts just just gonna looking at this like how deep the fucking their catalogs ridiculous you could have a toy story tv show come back Uh uh-huh you could have uh, yeah, an up thing. I mean, all of their shorts. Nemo, you could have a fucking Nemo thing where it's just fucking yeah. Dory swimming around, getting into all kinds of shenanigans. And you can, I, they did this with like, uh, oh. what was that, Turbo? What they took the, the actual, like, the shorts and made like series out of some shorts. Yeah. Like the fucking, like the like, old men playing chess. Like the lamp. Yeah, or, you know, I mean, just like yeah, the birds or something show. like that. <laughs> just to make, make like a, a mini series out of something like yeah. that instead of just having Absolutely. something. Well, like, and and they, I mean, obviously, I think the the Pixar stuff takes a lot of time, like that that animation, but they Does that turned. Mean that the the Clone Wars 
stuff that was yes. out before, like the five minute shorts yeah. ones. Does that mean that that's going to be on there too? I mean, it could be easily. God. Dude, that guy is a fucking genius. It's the same. The uh, what's his name? The the guy who does the art for that. It's like Tchaikovsky or... or something like that. Something I think I want to say like Gerald. Tr- I, he's the dude that does Dexter's Laboratory. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Samurai Jack. Powerpuff Girls. It's all the same artist. Oh, okay. And he's, I, I I'm fucking, he's I fucking brilliant. The real like hard lines, yeah. like every like his art style is real like. Um, but they they did uh, that Turbo movie, that snail that was real fast. Uh, they did a thing on Netflix of that, but it was like a traditional animation mm-hmm. in that, which is yeah. cheaper than yeah. the Pixar version. This is him, Jin. Yeah, it was it was close. Jindy Chartovsky. Char- He's um, the guy that does the art for all that stuff. Okay. And the original Clone Wars. I fucking love that art. He, and he does he's the, such a good artist. He just did the the uh, newest, the Hotel Transylvania. They did mm-hmm. a... Um, it says animated film trilogy. So he did the artwork for that, I too. think they've got a TV show. Oh, he show directed it. Okay. He directed the movies, too. Huh. Yeah, he was the crew member for that. I didn't know he, he was Tunes. he was part of Tiny Toon Adventures and Batman Animated. So no wow. wonder it looks so fucking good. He's a genius. He's a genius. <laughs> he is. But uh, he's yeah. such a good artist. I mean, they they've got everybody's money and they know it. And uh, it, I mean, I don't see any reason why it's gonna go wrong. It's everybody's nah. just gonna be poor. <laughs> yeah, basically. But they own Hulu, so I wonder how that's gonna play it. Or they own massive stock in Hulu. They they're... it's basically because ABC's their stock that they have through Hulu, which I don't know how that'll work unless they do like a thing like HBO has a thing, a deal with Hulu too. That's true. Yeah. To where you premium pay. Premium content. Yeah, it's, it's premium HBO content. Yeah, it, but it's not, I don't think it's $15. I think it's it's cheaper on there because you're already subscribed to Hulu and they have a deal with them. Oh, I don't know. I think it's like $10 or something I, like that. I saw or 11 one bucks. of them, like, I don't know if it was Showtime or HBO, but one of them actually just raised their price on Hulu because they kind of got a like, hey guys, you really need to offer it at the same price yeah. as everybody else does. But the uh, I don't remember who it was though. But no, it's I'm pretty sure one of I I think HBO I feel like is cheaper. They could do something like that, like if it's fifteen dollars or something like that, make it together. like ten or twelve and make it connected together. Because yeah, sixty percent. I remember reading this as a, a statistic. A sixty percent of what will be on Hulu will technically be under uh, the Disney umbrella. Because the ABC content is owned by Disney, the FX. Um, all of the FX stuff and everything yeah, that's all Fox oriented—that's all yeah. just poured over to that now too. Um, anything that's on there that is a Disney property, because they have Disney movies, and TV shows, and stuff like that that are tied onto there. I th- yeah. I'm pretty—I'm almost positive that like they said, sixty percent of everything crazy. that's on there is going to be owned under Disney. So at that and point, that anything that's in movie theaters from now on, I think they said it's forty percent. 40% of your movies that you'll see has some ties to Disney. Wow. Yeah. Holy cow. Almost. It, it's either 40% or it's like, it's really close. Like 35-40%. Jeez. It's, that's, they're fucking taking over. That, yeah. that is like almost all of our yeah. world is going to be Disney media, yeah. basically. Well, they got a lot of good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Let's get into the medias. Delicious pieces of media. Pieces what do you got media. that you are excited about that is coming out Next week, or not next week, but coming up that you're in that you're wanting, to, yeah, that you're wanting to watch that you're you're just excited the, about the coming comes. Yeah, so my watch obviously is gonna be fucking fantastic beast because I'm a it, huge buddy. fan. I, I am gonna get it one of these days. Yeah, I'm gonna pat myself on the back as soon it, as I do it. Um, mine is uh, gonna go on uh, in the um. Mm. Yep, that comic one. Book site. Sorry, uh, 
going to check out Lucy Dreaming. It's a series I didn't know existed. Uh, just found out about it. Uh, it comes from Boom. Uh, and uh, Boom's the publisher, mm -hmm. and it's a Max Bemis uh, oh, from Comics by Comicsology. Uh, yeah, Max Bemis from uh, Say Anything mm -hmm. is is added again with a new series. He's created a lot of series. Yeah, he's he's a, I actually uh, picked up the first like compendium of his run of Moon Knight oh, yeah? and started reading it. It's fucking good. Yeah. He's a really good comic writer. Uh, Polarity was a good. He he's got a lot of good like creator owned uh, new stuff that he's done, but. Lucy Dreaming, I guess, came out a while back. Uh, it's it's him and it's uh, Michael Dianine, Dianinus, 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 yeah, who uh, right. is the, the artist from the Woods, uh, which is a really cool series with James Tinian the Fourth um, that I recommend you checking out as his well. His art style looks really cool. Yeah, I, I really like his his art is really good, and uh, so I imagine with the way that Max writes and with Michael's mm -hmm. art, it's it's just a four four issue miniseries, uh, yeah. but it looks pretty cool. Max is he also did that uh, worst X Men, which is a pretty cool little miniseries mm -hmm. for X Men. He did Oh Kill Strike. Uh, Evil Empire was one that went a little bit longer uh, that I like. He actually wrote the uh, the Centipede uh, comic book, <laughs> like based on the video game. <laughs> yes. Oh, like based on the video yes. game. Oh <laughs> <Yes>. shit. <laughs> I was waiting for you to catch up to that. Oh, I get it. Weird. I get it. Yeah. No, I see it right now. That's that is weird. Like, just it's about like a fucking the alien coming down. Yes. Oh, that's it. It's just I have going, not read going it. Down. It is definitely something I'm interested in seeing what happens with that. Evil Empire looks cool. Evil Empire is cool. It's it's like a corrupt government. I think first issue, uh, the the president or the president elect like. Kills his wife on the stage. worst X Men ever. That character looks like the fucking dude from Mad TV. Yes, <laughs> he, I think his his only uh, power is to uh, self destruct. Oh, okay, so he's got one shot at it. <laughs> That's it. If I remember, how does right. he know that? He, how does he know he can explode? Um, I don't know. I can't remember. I, I read it. But and polarity just, does look really cool. Polarity's a, just uh, art wise, it looks really neat. Yeah. So he's uh, that's rad. Got a lot of cool stuff, but yeah, I'd like uh, Lucy Dreaming is gonna be my my piece of media to check out. Uh, it's been around for a bit, it looks like, but uh, now that it's it's all out since I discovered it, so I get to read it from front to back and check the whole thing out, cool. and I'll report back. You got a, a movie or anything that you're gonna plan on getting into before? Um, as I well? don't think so. I don't think cool. so. I got uh, last episode was gonna I'm gonna check out play. Yep. Uh, the Dave Grohl thing, and then this this time I'm gonna check out that Lucy Dreaming. So. Okay. Uh, so my my thing that I'm hyped for, which I was gonna, I talked about it for a minute earlier with that IGN article that we talked about from the Dead Cells game. Yeah. Um, I'm actually gonna pick it up. It's on Switch, PC, and PS4 right now. I don't think I'm pretty sure it doesn't have an Xbox release. Okay. I think as much as I want to get it on the Switch, and I'm gonna, I can take the Switch with me and yeah. stuff, which like seems a like a great game. idea, yeah. but. I just, I don't know, something about having it on my TV and the level of polish that I've seen from the gameplay. This is from the PS4 version. It's just very smooth and seamless and everything. Yeah. And I just think that uh, it's the kind of game that I would be into. It's very, um, it's in, it's inspired okay. by, like, your rogue type games where you kind of only have one life. Um, and oh. then... Uh, I don't like that idea. That's how roguelikes work. That, that That's the whole principle of the game. So. I need more chances. So, so basically, like roguelike games are are very much like that. It's it's like a big open ended dungeon crawling game, and you have 
one big life that you can use to to uh, to live off of, and that the whole point of the game is one big life. The whole point of the game is basically kind of to die, so that way you learn. Um, you know, you might start this dungeon, which the game is kind of based the control wise and the way the action plays on it is like kind of like the PlayStation era Castlevania games. That they all fun- function very similar to this. So it's hmm. a two D side scrolling. Um, exploratory game that's kind of in the same vein of like Super Metroid, um, but you but you have like open ended exploration of this dungeon. This is basically like a big never ending dungeon kind of. You have a big you do have bosses and stuff that you'll go through and stuff, and you can find a quote unquote definitive end. But there's always like a new game plus. But hmm. you're you're kind of always and it's it's kind of that Dark Souls mentality. You're set up to fail because you don't know how to play the game. You don't know how to play it the way that you're going to end up playing it. Because that's everybody what Dark Souls will, is, kind of like that? Yeah, yeah every, every, that, everybody, everybody will play it kind of differently. And that's that's the kind of the beauty of I the see. game. You can do you can go through a game like this where you're just using items to attack an enemy. You can go through the game where you're using like a swords or daggers or a whip. I've seen uh, the promotion for this game. There's like a fucking frying pan that I've seen somebody really? going through like half the game using as their weapon or <laughs> something. And it's just, it's like I said, it's super open-ended to how you want Like, that guy there was using, like, a projectile spear type thing. Yeah. This guy's using, like, a big energy whip type thing that he's using to fight with. So, it, it's it's open to interpretation. There's hundreds of different ways that you could take on the game. You can go through the game in and different ways. Now? Yeah, it's out now. Okay. It was in alpha for, like, a year. So, like, they had a pre-built version that you could kind of pre-order to kind of help the developer make mm-hmm. the game a little bit better and stuff. But... It's an open-ended dungeon. Like I said, there are like stage bosses that you can go through and stuff, but you explore the dungeon how you want to explore the dungeon. You just go and go and go. Yeah, and like I said, you're meant to die. You can probably go through like the first two, three rooms, come up to certain enemies that you don't know how to fight, and they'll just fucking murder you, and then you restart the game because you don't know how to play. Eventually, it gets to a point to where you're like, okay, I like this weapon, and I'm really comfortable with this weapon, and then you just start fucking tearing ass the game and worrying about dying because you're getting health upgrades eventually, more items and stuff that'll make you have like super big shields and stuff. You don't really have to worry about dying because the upgrades that you're getting as you go along just kind of, you know, exacerbates that time. You don't have to worry about dying as much because you have that longevity and everything, and you're more comfortable about how you learn how to play. So... That's it's kind of like I said. That's that that Metroidvania kind of roguelike type game, and it's right up my alley because there's been a lot of games that like this that have been coming out recently. Like um, Hollow Knight is like this kind of in a way. Um, there's another game that's uh, people were calling 2D Dark Souls for a while. I've got on PC called uh, Salt and Sanctuary that's like this. Um, but I, I've always loved the old school Metroid and Castlevania style games. That's that's where that genre comes from that okay. the people call Metroidvania because it's it's open ended and exploratory. There's like in Super Metroid is the one that kind of started it and kicked it off. You can go into sections of Super Metroid that you'll find and you'll see like doors and stuff that you won't be able to open. And then all of a sudden, like an hour later while you're playing, you'll get like super missiles. And you'll be like, okay. Um, and then you'll find out like super missiles are what I needed to open that door. I see. Or super missiles are what I needed to beat this boss that I couldn't beat before, you know. And it's just that kind of exploratory way. You might go back and forth. Like you'll go to this area that you were at the very beginning of the game, and there's like a series of doors that you can't open. But then, like ten hours later, you find something that you can be like, "Oh shit, I can go back and explore more and find those areas again. Go back to that first area and see what's beyond that, I and see. then find a cool new upgrade." In gotcha. There. 
so that's that's just that kind of big open and exploratory and always like those kind of games just make me super excited so I it's think like I'm, a, a real big puzzle, like a, that just keeps yeah, keeps, and on like keeps going, never ends. I think, like I said, the, the game does technically have a quote unquote end yeah. game, but there's so much like content, new weapons you can get. I think it has like new game plus two. So if you beat the game, beat whatever the final boss is or something, you can go back through. The enemies will be even harder. Your characters' like stats and stuff that you've collected will keep, so you'll have all the same shit. And you can kind of tear through the game maybe a little faster. Cool. Um, but then gives you a chance to be like, all right, I'm already powered up and I'm comfortable with this weapon. Maybe I'll try this like energy whip thing I found this time and try and use this and level it up instead. So it gives you like a never-ending content of uh, things to kind of burn through. So is this like a? It's you said it's on PS4. Is it a like what's the price point? Is it like a indie title? Game? I think it's twenty it's or twenty-five okay. if I'm not mistaken. I gotcha. Um, that's why I said I wanted to pick it up. Uh, prior to this, it was on alpha on PC, and yeah. I think whenever it was an alpha, it was only like fifteen bucks if you were mm. like an early adopter. But um, like I said, everybody's been kind of ranting and raving about it, and I definitely want to check it out. Oh, cool, cool. I'd like to hear hear what you say about it, and maybe I can get me into one of these their Mimsdale's Metroid Castle. Well, if we do our Let's Play stuff, we'll get to play Super Metroid. It's on that list of things. That's true. I'm gonna sniff your chips. Yes. Mm. Oh, let's talk about our food real quick. Oh yeah. Uh, so Shad brought over uh, the Doritos Crunch Mix Cool Ranch Flavor Mix, which I've got... been avoiding like the plague because it's, so it's got peanuts got, and yeah, it's got Crunch Nuts, pet pretzel bites, puffs. Yeah, um, which They're I'm actually assuming, pretty good. I think the puffs are basically just like little puff versions of the Dorito Cool Ranch Doritos, uh, 3D triangles, and corn sticks. Ooh, those are. But he told me he came in and he goes, "Just open your mouth and just take a big old swig of it," and I did, <laughs> and it, it works together really well. Yeah. And then he also got uh, Taco Bell started making uh, fire tortilla chips. Yeah, they've got like a mild. They're like mild and different flavors yeah. too. This is the like only a, one they had at the gas station. It's pretty good to. tortilla chip though. Yeah, it, uh, the chip reminded me of the Terra chips, which are made out of vegetables. Uh, mm. So I don't think it's that. The, uh, the uh, no, ingredients were interesting though. It's whole grain corn mesa flour and then sunflower yeah. and then safflower. It sounds like, I mean, these are literally tortilla chips, so I mean, it's like a corn tortilla chip. And or canola oil. And so, or. Saffir, they're not sure which one they poured in that that's day. That's what I want to fucking know. <laughs> is when, and this isn't the only time that I've seen an and or on an ingredients list, mm-hmm. but how do you not know what this thing is made out of? Or like this something like where you're like... For shame. You know, I, my thing is like, where it's like a fucking full on like meat byproduct, you're yeah. just like, this is ground beef. It's this uh, ground beef... We've got this thing in it to try and like kind of cure it, and make sure that it lasts longer or whatever, yeah. like uh, the antibiotic or whatever mm-hmm. it is that they that cure the meat with or whatever. And then like somewhere on the package, it'll say the product may or may not have soy or <laughs> peanuts in it. So if you have an allergy to either, maybe don't get this meat. Yeah, it's yeah. just fucking weird that that just like. How do you not know yeah. that you didn't may or may not have put soy or milk inside yeah. your product? This is and or on the third main ingredient on this list. Yeah. Um, they also have it has uh, uh, they use beet powder for the color, which is cool and ex- extract. Like they need more allowance. Beet. Yeah. Beet powder. Beet powder. Beet powder. Yeah, like I need more allowance. From Doug. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, uh, there's onion powder in it and onion juice. Gross. 
natural flavor, beet juice. Um, <laughs> it's just like nine more onion ingredients. It's yeah. just like, this is basically a fucking onion with some, ta- this, this some taco a, seasoning on it. It was kind of good. And I burped it up later on while we were talking. Yeah. And it was like I ate Taco Bell. Which I feel like cool. I've smelled that a couple of times throughout <laughs> the episode. And I just haven't said anything. But I'm going Saw to now. That. It's okay. Well. Everybody. It's been a wonderful night. Please. Follow. Talk to us. Follow us on Facebook. Oh. Ta- follow us on Twitzas. Follow us on Instagrams. Follow us to the bathroom. I don't fucking care. Yeah. All of the uh, links to the YouTube page and all of our uh, Twitter handles and everything like that that you'll see are going to be inside the description of the episode that you upload. So please check all that stuff out. Like follow it. it. Subscribe yeah, it. Like it. Follow. Subscribe. Comment. All the regular shit. Smash that button. Smash it. That's, what, that's what the YouTubers it. like to say. Smash that, that like really? button. Yeah. Smash the fucking like the little bell that's how icon. I play video games. That way, it's button smasher. Yeah. Get the little bell icon, click the bell icon so you get notified whenever we upload new videos, which we haven't uploaded any new videos in a bit. So yeah. I'm, I'm a lazy piece of shit. We're working on content. Yeah. We're building our brand. Yeah. You say, uh, you say the thing that you like to say at the end of an episode. What was it? Uh, I, you said it one episode, I think. <laughs> you said <laughs> Go ahead, say it. I don't, I don't, I don't know what it is. Cool. Good night. This has been an IFNZ production.